what's up everybody welcome to another episode downtime with downstar episode 107 and uh tonight we are sitting with hollow hollow what's up brother what's going on how are you chilling man thank you for coming i appreciate it dude no doubt you're a busy guy bro yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm always pretty busy trying to stay busy and you know i got you know work and family and always stuff going on and you know yeah life life in general yeah no definitely man so we set up this podcast what maybe a week week and a half ago yeah and it's so weird dude because i haven't run into you in a minute <laughs> and then yesterday i messaged you on instagram hey make sure everything's good for tomorrow and i see you at the post office <laughs> it's fate dog yeah because we were both probably working so yeah I'm dropping off packages <laughs> i was dropping off packages too Hell yeah, man. So for people that aren't familiar with you, can you just give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do? Um, everyone calls me hollow. I'm a barber, entrepreneur. Um, I own the Rio Barbershop in Oxnard, and I also own the um, aftershave company called Perps Aftershave, and I do um, a little bit of micropigmentation also. And so micropigmentation, is that kind of like the, the tattoo thing to give you the line back? A lot of people don't like to use the word tattoo, but yeah, it's we use it's basically an, a hair tattoo to make you make it look like you have a hairline yeah. or or to feel density in your hair. So like if you have a bald spot, we do um, like a pattern in your hair to look like hair follicles. Gotcha. You know, so some people like they'll say, "Oh, I'm a tattoo artist, and I'll and I'll and I'll make your hair look good," and then they'll do it knowing you know the way that they do it is is a different technique that we do. Because, you know, we're just doing small little pigment dots, making it look like hair follicles, and they're going to want to shade it and make it look like a block or, gotcha. you know, full color. So. so do they attack it more towards a tattoo side and you know how hair is supposed to grow and what it looks like? Yes, because, you know, they're going to they're gonna attack it trying to do it like, you know, more of fill and, and, and shade it in instead of using the technique of just you're just doing dots and doing irregular patterns. And, and they're going to do something to try to make it nice, clean, but you're trying to make it look like controlled chaos yeah so, so it's it's a big difference got you dude that's dope man so how did you get into that is that like a new process that you just started doing um yeah i just started doing it this year um and you know it's kind of hard to juggle both by you know because i cut hair and then i do the aftershave but you know i'm starting to get more into it and doing it and you know accepting more clients here and there but um i've I, i've heard about it years ago and then um um I just started researching and researching and then back then it was it, it was a lot more expensive to do the schooling and stuff like that so i never really you know uh pursued it and then this year you know i started talking to some people you know on the internet and you know you know just networking yeah do aftershave and you know other barbers that started to do it and um you know i got a couple of people to train me for um from from different places and uh and i and i just went from there dope man seems like you're always on your hustle dude trying man i think that that's one thing that i've always uh admired you for dude because ever since i've known about you you've always been the one on the hustle same yeah. same i just remember you know downstar downstar i see it <laughs> everywhere man what's downstar and then i'm like i met frank i'm like oh okay i, I see what downstar is <laughs> i just would see people with hondas and you know and i and i started seeing i'm like it was a dope idea because no one was you know everyone everyone was into hondas and and, and, uh you know into that scene but no one was doing what you were doing you know doing bolts and then making it stylish to have bolts on there because every you know people just thought of bolts as being boring you know yeah it was one of those things that people really didn't pay attention to yeah i like to say is that that product that people didn't know that they wanted you know and that's 
that's kind of like what every entrepreneur is looking for but it's very rare you know and to have been able to find something like that and to capitalize on it and to make it a business it's super rewarding but at the end of the day it's like it's very scary as yeah. well too because it's not like i i i feel like i got kind of lucky yeah. with that product you know it just it clicked to me but i don't know why it didn't click to other people but that's that's what separates entrepreneurs from the regular person yeah yeah you know, yeah you you have to think outside the box and then you're probably thinking about it and you were scared and like oh is it going to fail but to me to be a, a successful entrepreneur you can't be afraid to fail yeah you have to take risks i mean i've i've tried all sorts of side businesses that failed you know so that's that's like one of the biggest things you know that in, in my in my head when i'm thinking you know when i look at you and i'm like oh man you you got something that works you know like everybody has to find their niche and you found your niche you know every every person doesn't just hit on the first thing you know yeah you know so yeah you say you're lucky yeah you probably are lucky because there's a lot of people that fail you know and there's probably other ideas that you started you know after downstar and, and that they didn't work you know? yeah i think that maybe because i i look at it that i haven't really failed as much as i've heard other entrepreneurs fail like i haven't went down that really dark road of yeah. just being broke and you know top ramen and things like that and then it just kind of makes me wonder if i could survive something like that you know if my entrepreneur skill was as strong to to make it through that because i was already it, i didn't even start with any overhead you know it yeah. just it just like seemed to happen for me no I, and that's the thing once you're an entrepreneur you have the same survival skills so you're like okay let me outsource this or this gonna work and you're always thinking so you know if you have a failure you always know that you can find something else to hustle to get back there yeah it may, it may not be the same amount of money that you're working for but you always have something to fall back on because you already have a recipe that works yeah you know you can apply that to another business and something else and it's gonna work it may not be something that you like or that's it's your passion but hey you know yeah get in where you fit in dude i always feel like that too you know i i maybe i won't have another product or brand or something if if i just stopped downstar and went to do something else yeah i'm sure the road might be a little harder to to maneuver down but i don't think i'll ever get to the point where i'm you know struggling because if i gotta go work at mcdonald's every day i'm gonna look for something else that i can do to get to that next position yeah. okay right now who am i answering to what does that dude do? I'm gonna do everything that that dude does better, so I can get his position. Well, see, that's that that's my thing. Like that's what separates the the entrepreneur, um, and 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 not being the regular person that's uh, comfortable working the nine to five. If you if that other person's like, I'm comfortable, I'm working the nine to five just to get the money. You're using the, your your nine to five to to fund other things to make it bigger. So you're not looking at it as a as a a thing you're gonna stay there forever yeah you're just using it as a vessel to fund something that you really want to do yeah and that's already the entrepreneur mindset yeah so where did you find that your entrepreneur mindset came from and how early on did you notice it um <laughs> to be honest probably selling drugs yeah selling drugs and i you know i got you know it, selling drugs you know the, the, it was an easy hustle and i did that and you know once i got caught up i did my time in jail then i'm like hey you know i'm, I'm sitting in here for a year things aren't going to be as easy as it was when i get out i'm not going to be able to have a, a good job so you know i started 
uh, that's when I thought of like, hey, um, then maybe do something else that doesn't require like a background check or, yeah. you know, or if I can't go back to selling drugs because they're going to be watching me, you know? So yeah. I, I, I was like, I started cutting hair when I was in jail a little bit and I'm like, hey, you know, maybe it'd be something to do that I don't have to get a background check to cut hair. So when I started cutting and then I, and I made a plan. I'm like, hey, uh, let me just go uh, when I get out and uh, let me go to school and try this out. So, you know, I made a plan and I stuck to it, you know. No way, dude. When was this? This was 2000, 2009, I believe. 2009. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, and it was, it was like a big change into my life, getting out of jail. And then like probably maybe three, four months later, I met um, my wife now and, and then getting in barber school. So like I had just met my, she wasn't my wife then, but I yeah. just met her. And then um, we, um, you know, I kind of told her like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I was always, you know, I always had money or, you know, I always had something or a hustle or whatever. Yeah. I got out of jail, but uh, you know, I didn't want to go back. So I kind of just talked to her and, you know, I kind of use her as my my crutch to stay out of trouble and you know keep me on track. So my focus was just on her and and cutting hair. Hell yeah! So dude. that helped. So she helped me get through you know what I needed to get through and stay focused to to get where I'm at now. How'd you know that she was the one? Um, what made her different than any other girl? She was just she was you know understanding and all for it you know she's like hey that's your plan and supportive so then i said you know she she kind of showed the qualities of me you know spending the time with her because she was willing to spend the time with me you know so she she's it's kind of like you if, if you're if you didn't have anything then you know when i had something before she's going to treat me the same way because you see me at my low point yeah you know I wasn't necessarily saying like I was really low, but I'd, I'm not where I was at today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, all I was, was, you know, I had a little bit of money here and I, all I had was a little bit of money in a plan, you know? So. Damn, man. I didn't even know that, dude. Um, let's dive a little more into your, your early life. Where, where did you grow up and what was that like? Uh, grew up in South Oxnard. Um, early life I was, you know, into sports and then you know i had a um i would say uh i was you know my my mom and dad worked a lot my dad was you know kind of like the first entrepreneur i seen my mom was always about like strict and you know with money and then my dad opened up a laundromat oh sick so my dad opened up a laundromat like um i would say it's still on this it was on the south side of town i guess that's the south side of town um and uh i think that's where i picked up my worth ethic from from him and and being there because i remember as a kid i used to hate going to the laundromat my dad on fridays and saturdays you know back in the day everyone used to watch i think it was like snick at night yeah 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 so i was like pissed off because i couldn't watch snick snick at night i had to go close go with my dad to close the laundromat like at nine or ten o'clock oh. and i wanted to go stay in and watch cartoons yeah and, you know he's cleaning and stuff like that you know we're in our pajamas just you know chilling you know trying to be regular kids want to go watch cartoons and shit and and i'm over there cleaning and you know hating it you know and that and, and that kind of like i think that instilled into me of how i am now working weekends and stuff like that because it was just kind of like you know normal for yeah me, you know and and you know then he ended up losing the laundromat and then you know working his you know he had a nine to five plus laundromat so he was doing double time you know yeah so he ended up losing laundromat and stuff like that and um, i had more time on my hands and 
I stopped. I was like into basketball. I stopped playing basketball and um, I seen a kid skateboarding and that that's when it kind of like my life just changed you yeah. know, from there. So skateboarding, I, I fell in love with skateboarding. I remember uh, probably the first video that like really changed my life, got me into like hip hop and all that stuff was uh, Fulfill the Dream. Oh, so. shit. I'm looking for that one for my collection <laughs> right now. If anybody has it and wants to send it over, let me know, please. I would appreciate it. So if anybody is like, if anybody is getting into skateboarding and, you know, and likes hip hop, Fulfill the Dream is like a staple for all people like for skateboarding. Like it's, yeah. it's a classic, you know, like you have to watch that, 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 uh, you know that skate video you know so i just remember you know brandon turner and and uh chad muska and yeah. peter smolik and i just remember muska with the you know the the big uh you know boom box and making his own beats so like i was like what the fuck is that you <laughs> yeah. know I'm, like i i had no idea you know i'm just listening to stuff on the radio and there's you know they were playing like gangstar and you know real hip-hop and, and and they were skateboarding and you know you know back then it was always like a uh um stereotype like if you're skateboarding you just have to listen to rock and roll yeah and that you know but they flipped the whole script and and they made skateboarding cool for hip-hop you know and, and that's what like turned me and i'm like dang like i could do that you know so it appealed to me and you know i used to watch that video and try to imitate them i used to try to get a boom box like yeah. big like muska and i wanted the muska shoes and i wanted to be you know like them you know and i was skating for a while and then uh you know i I wasn't as good as I wanted to be, you know, I, I was okay, but, you know, there were some things I wouldn't do, you know, I was scared to, you know, go off of certain stairs or, you know, I have my yeah. limit to skateboarding and then I see like my other guys, you know, turn, you know, amateur and pro and, yeah. you know, I kind of just, you know, did it for fun and I kind of steered, you know, steered off from that and then I got into like graffiti and, you know, I started getting heavy into smoking weed and yeah. doing all those stuff and, you know, that's what led into me, you know drug dealing and graffiti and stuff so like before we move away from skateboarding i'm not sure uh the age difference how old are you um i'll be 32 this year 32 okay so um were you skating which part where who were you skating with at that time because uh, i was skate. what year was this first uh so right. i was probably junior high so i was skating with like back then we were called like the lost boys okay so we were like all the college college states so you know we would go like to fifth and gravel too, yeah and, like, hell did you day. ever go to the church the church no shit really yeah, so we, so you know but our spot was like the uh, call behind ci the college yeah college states that's where you know our stuff was you know so if we traveled you know we would go to fifth and gravel or we would go behind rouse and um, I think it was, yeah, Ralph's that time and all the skate spots, uh, the pink four. Hughes. Yeah. Hughes, where yeah, it had Hughes, that, yeah. the alley yeah, right there. Alley. No shit, dude. Yeah. So that's, We had to have run into each other. Yeah, because all, all I remember like a lot of those um, guys from Fifth and Gravel and all those guys. So, yeah. You know, I still, you know, that I, but I, you see, I was always like, see, uh, my thing was for my age group. We were a little bit bit better than the guys that were my age, so okay. we hung out with all the older people. Yeah, you know, so so they took us under the wing because we were better at skateboarding. They said, "Hey, you're you know you're good. You can hang with us." So you know, so my people that we that was our age, we didn't hang out with. I always hung out with older people, and that and I've been like that f forever. Yeah, I always gravitated towards older people for some reason. I never like really hung out with people my age yeah yeah i remember sal was the man back then you know, dude. Sal, sal so sal you skate with sal did and, you you know sal scout i mean i always used to look up to sal i remember uh canadian james canadian james yeah. yeah all those guys and um yeah it was that was like my my group and i wanted to be like them you know so you know what um did you ever see that movie mid 90s 
Yeah. That shit reminded me of my entire childhood <laughs> right there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just skating at, at the church. That was, that was Moe's house right there. Yeah. I so remember. all the boxes and stuff would be at Moe's yeah, house. I, yeah. And then I ended up, like, later down the year, like, I ended up um, working with Moe as a barber. So, yeah. So, you know, it's crazy how stuff, like, works out. Yeah. No, definitely, dude. That's tight, man. I, I always say it, it's like no matter where you come from, skateboarding is more than likely a part of your history somehow. Yeah. You know, uh, even in the car industry and, and a lot of people that I've met, dude. Yeah. And um, that's so tight, dude. So you realize that you had a passion for skateboarding, but then it wasn't uh, It wasn't going Yeah, it, it, was, well. it was a passion. It was just fun. It was yeah. just a fun hobby. Yeah, and, you know, of course, when I was that young, I'm like, man, these guys are turning pro or amateur. I want to do that. And I yeah. realized I wasn't as good as them. So, you know, as the older I got, reality sunk in. I'm like, hey, you know, I can't really... I can't skate like them. I'm not going to get paid off of it because, you know, it's it's like it's it's almost like you're good at basketball, but you want to join the NBA. Like gotcha. the chances of being. Yeah. You know? So I just, you know, skated here and there and after. So I think for like a four year period, I skated really hard. And then I straight away, like little by little, you know, skate, you know, use it for transportation and just here and there. I wasn't skating every day like I used yeah. to. And then slowly I got out of it. So then you started. um did you start going to parties and stuff partying and gotcha. smoking and you know I, it was because it, it was through whole junior high into like freshman year uh -huh. and then like after you know freshman year you know i kind of like started going to parties and you know didn't have time for skateboarding like i used to yeah and what school were you going to at this time i was going to china Island. okay got you got you got you so um I'm like kind of interested about that that path that you went down, dude. How, I I don't know if you want to d dive into it a little bit, man. Uh, I mean, to your podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it it always intrigues me, um, like that life, and then coming to that realization when you're like locked up. Mm -hmm. So can you touch on that a little bit about what um what led you down getting locked up and what you realized when you were in there? Mm yeah just I mean, you don't have to go super into detail yeah i was i you know i was at that time i started making music and doing stuff like that and um you know i i got laid off of my job and i was getting a little bit of unemployment so i was you know hustling selling cds and stuff like that and i was always into smoking weed and and doing stuff so like a lot of my friends are doing the same thing so i've always been you know kind of like a hustler so i was selling weed selling whatever i could you know and you know making ends meet and one night I just got careless and I got pulled over and it was it. You know? That was it. That was it. No just, way. Just got, I, I got I um I I was drinking and um I had I had a friend drive me home. I spent I I slept at his house for a couple hours and drove my car back to like you know it was like three o'clock in the morning. I'm driving my car and then you know he he was I guess he ended up drinking. He failed to tell me that I didn't have any gas. So I'm driving slow on the freeway. So I get pulled over for uh driving too slow oh so no you know like i pulled over one thing led into another and boom you know um i'm doing you know i'm fighting a case for like four four or five years and you know i end up signing for one year so wow that's intense man yeah i, was, I mean i mean for for you to be at the position that you're at right now is just like well i mean, I mean that's you know i think you have to you, you can't appreciate the top if you haven't hit the bottom, you know? Yeah. You're never going to appreciate the top because you've, if you just like, oh, I just got there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to the bottom, so that's why you keep striving and striving. That's why a lot of successful entre entrepreneurs are people who never had anything. 
Yeah. You know, so it's because they had to work and grind to get up there, you know. So it's not like they just fall into money, you know. Yeah. So before we move on to when you um, when you started your barber career, mm-hmm. um, did you also have a, a part in Dope Style? Yeah, I did. So let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit, dude, because I had a buzz around the city. <laughs> yeah, Dope Style was... Um, it um so you know i was making music at the time and i had a good friend tio and i was always into clothes too like i when i got out of skateboarding i was into streetwear so i was into you know was, you know before you know before supreme got big i was into like a lot of the brands you know like you know the hundreds and 10 deep and all those big brands so um and, and the sneaker community i was always into shoes like even when i stopped skateboarding like i mean um nike came out with sb mm-hmm. you know so like when i stopped when i right when i stopped that's when nike came out with SB. So I was still into skateboarding shoes. So when they came out with SBs, it was kind of like a crossover between streetwear and skateboarding. Yeah. So I got really into SBs and I started realizing, hey, if I get this release for $80, um, it's a limited pair. It's going to turn into $300. You know, so we started, you know, I started camping out for sneakers and buying sneakers here yeah. and there. You know, I worked a little part-time job just to get sneakers, you know. So, you know, and when, when with sneakers becomes oh, let me get a shirt. So then you get into streetwear. So, you know, one of my buddies, uh, Tio, he, he, uh, him and his brother came up with Dope Style. So they were starting at, at, in, and, you know, the first couple of shirts were whack and they were like, hey, you know, you're, you're kind of building a buzz in, 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 you know, Ventura County as, you know, music and stuff like that. Wear the shirts. And I wore the first shirt, but I didn't do it to like a, one of my big shows because it was kind of like, it was cheesy. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, he started coming out a little bit better stuff and he got better. I started getting better. And then he was like, Hey, you know, you want to be in part of, you know, the company. So, you know, I started whenever they will make a t-shirt run, sometimes I'll buy a couple for myself. You know, instead of me, like just getting free shirts, I'll give them some money when they're printing the shirts. So I'll sell my own. And then I became, you know, more of a, a brand ambassador of the company, you know? So we started getting bigger and we built, we built a pretty good buzz. We did a skate documentary. We did a bunch of skate videos. No shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we were doing a lot of, you know, good stuff going to, uh, we went to, um, magic, uh, we know one year and, uh, you know, and that, that kind of blew my mind and we're like, man, we need to get bigger. So me and him went in, uh, we, we, we got our money together and got a screen print machine. So mm-hmm. we, we, we went to the magic and we were looking and, you know, guys just banging out shirts, banging out shirts. I'm like, man, you know, this is going to cut our costs, you know, thinking of entrepreneur. Yeah. We're cutting, paying this guy to print these t-shirts if we get the machine ourselves. So I think, uh, you know, I, I put a little bit of money in, um, I think the, the, it was a whole, it was a whole, uh, setup, you know, it was, I think almost like five grand, you okay. know? Um, he put up the bigger portion. I put up like the supplies. I can't remember exactly how much money I put up because it was a long time ago. But so next thing you know, we I'm get I rent a U-Haul and it's I'm I'm driving all the way to like El Segundo, picking up all the stuff and I'm throwing it all in my garage and we're setting up in the garage, you know, and watching wow. DVDs on how to try to print and uh, screen print shirts and, and you know. So we go, I go, I go down to the alleys and, and I buy a bunch of shirts. I go to the, you know, garment district, buy a bunch of blank shirts. And next thing you know, I'm fucking up 500 shirts. No shit. I, I just couldn't learn how the, the, the technique to get the shirts. I'm doing it crooked and, and oh, I just shit. couldn't get it, you know? So like, you know, we had all this equipment in the garage and, and, um, 
I still we still end up outsourcing because we couldn't get the technique. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, so you know that was a disaster, and you know, so you know, I, I had the stuff. I ended up getting it out of my garage. He put it in, you know, storage, and uh, you know, you know, we had a bunch of trial and error, and you know, we started getting bigger and bigger. So we orders started coming in, and and then next thing, the 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 thing that that messed us up was Dope Couture came out. Okay. So Dope, we were just. We were young, so we we had a little bit of money, like not like a lot of money, you know, to compete with somebody. They go and they go on Mel Melrose with the same stuff, and they have the name Dope, and, and you know our stuff is ASCAPed, and it's not it's not trademark everything, you know. So they go with Dope, and they start printing out shirts, and people are like buying shirts, you know, saying like, oh yeah, I bought a Dope style shirt. And we look, and no, that's not a Dope style shirt. So that fucked us all up, you know, and and. They're on they're on Melrose and then getting bigger and bigger and they just kind of blew us out the water because we didn't keep up the momentum and they had more money to invest in market and market and do all that stuff and some people were supporting them thinking they were us mm -hmm. and it was just confusing so I I mean he he kept trying to keep it going and, and and he wanted me to you know keep it going but I just saw I saw it having like I don't know like there was no we we were done. I, I felt like they, I feel you. it was done. You know, it's like someone came out with you know, um, Downstar, up yeah, Upstar, <laughs> Upstar, and and they had a, you know a million dollars worth to invest, and you're just a small company, and they go on and one of the biggest streets in L.A. Yeah. And, and open up a store, you know, and everyone's confused of which one is it, you know, which one am I sporting Downstar or this, yeah, you know? and and it it just it just fucked us all up. So so um. Did you have dealers like shops selling your guys' stuff? Yeah, so we had probably had at this at the time. I think we had up to like maybe fifteen stores, fifteen to seventeen mm -hmm. stores around. Like it was, you know, they weren't like super big. So yeah. like, um, our niche was, you know, the thing that we we started doing sneakers and stuff, and then our niche that kind of turned is we started hitting skate shops. Mm -hmm. So you know, we were in White Sands, Five Points, and we were in a couple like places in Long Beach and you know other places in california san diego so you know sometimes i would drive and try to get accounts and you know if they if they're like oh we don't you know we don't know about having this so you know sometimes hey sign consignment we'll do a yeah. consignment you know so we started doing consignment and just trying to you know be out there so you know it, it, it uh it, it was going good for a while you know like we weren't making money like surviving but it was it was good enough like it gave us a buzz and it gave us a good feeling that we were like people were wearing our shit everywhere you know yeah and you know um yeah it was you know it, at the time it, it felt really good but you know when we get when when dope couture came out and just like shitted on us it just Damn. it was deflating so did you guys ever have any run-ins with them or know the owners or anything or no i didn't i just kind of left it alone i was still doing my music thing too so i was like focused on music and you know he was more of you know into the street where you know you know seeing still you know i was just still i would wear you know the dope style and i was invested into like getting stuff and selling stuff and doing stuff like that too but i also have my own you know yeah career too but and that's what he had and then he and then he ended up opening up a store like a, a streetwear store too and um it was down the street from one of uh one of one of the uh, places we had um you know who was ordering shirts from us uh-huh oh shit so it was a conflict of interest and you know a lot of bad stuff started happening to the store and stuff too people were breaking in and stealing stuff from the store so you know he it ended up you know being bad business for you know yeah in hindsight looking back at everything what would you have done differently 
for the whole everything the whole situation probably went more all in yeah more 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 all in probably maybe when when dope couture maybe uh came i think we could have changed changed the name a little bit or changed it you know like we we it, i mean we were young at that time so yeah. I, 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 you got to think i'm i'm nineteen twenty. damn no pop me yeah no yeah hey, nine, 18 19 20 though those were the years so so i didn't know anything about business yeah he he didn't you know, he, 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 he didn't know like everything also. So like it, it was just a learning experience. So dude, that's dope for you guys just to even take that risk at that young, you know, I shit when I'm 18, 19, 20, I'm just working at Best Buy and fucking with cars and that's it, you <laughs> yeah. know, down. So, dude. so it was, it was, it was scary, you know, and like, um, you know, looking back, I'm like, fuck, I thought, I thought I was doing everything and I thought I was doing everything, you know, right and then like in, in hindsight you know i wish i'm like fuck if i wish what i know now like if i would have done you know the things i'd done back then i would have killed the game you know but it, you know it the time has passed you know yeah it was like uh it wasn't that long ago i was looking at old pictures and i seen like some dope style shirts that i had and i'm like yeah and i still i still sick, bro i go to the thrift store and i see some stuff over really there. people are selling it or like you know asking me oh do you still have some shirts i'm like man that's 10 years ago <laughs> i don't even have any shirts to yeah. give you, you know so you know so what about bringing it back i mean dope couture rent went out of business i don't even i don't i i think i mean they're still up but like they're, they don't have the buzzes yeah as what they had but i don't i don't i don't I don't want to get into streetwear anymore. Like, yeah, it's just it's you see so many brands come and go. What brand have you seen that's just been there for so long and and uh, and, and has long longevity? Just the main ones, mm, shit, and that's it. The the only way, like, if you if people want to say Supreme, the only way Supreme stayed in business is because they straight out of streetwear. They were making T-shirts. And they they this this was a skateboard company. Mm-hmm. Then they started making T-shirts, and the only reason they stayed in business is because they started thinking out the box and they started doing collabs. You know what I'm saying? So they did a collab with with the weirdest shit, and people got fascinated with that. You know, it's not even you can't even sit there and think like, oh, they're just selling shirts. They're selling crazy tennis balls, anything you could think of, water guns, like yeah, bouncing balls, because you know they thought outside of the box. You know, so it seems like that's what all the streetwear companies are doing now. Because you can't just rely on one thing. You know, everybody has a T-shirt and design. It's just, it's just pretty hard to just come out because what do you? How, how are you going to sit there and say like your design is better than somebody else's? Yeah, it's just opinion. Like a lot of people, everything like, like when people talk about uh, you know, football and sports and and you know, there's like the Golden State Warriors. Like for example, um, now everybody wants to shoot threes like Steph Curry, right? Because it's a copycat league. The same thing with streetwear. Everyone has the same type of design, uh, you know, and and they just copy it and flow whatever's hot. And then whenever not, the next thing's hot, they jump Move on, on to that. Yeah, that's it. You know, like Supreme. Supreme was always like, oh, I'm just gonna rent my simple thing. It, it's so basic. But but back in the day, everybody wanted crazy shirts. Now everybody wants to be basic because basic sells. Like more people want to have something with just a logo. Mm-hmm. They're proud to see a logo. If you have some, you, how many shirts now do you see that are people wearing with crazy designs? They don't. They just want to see a logo. Yeah. Branding is everything. You know, they just want you to walk around and, and see, oh, I'm wearing this. They don't want to have to for you to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And and I and I'm conditioned like that. I don't like stuff with a bunch of stuff on there. I just like something simple, plain and simple, like, hey, I'm wearing this, that's it. You know, I don't want you like, Oh, what kind of shirt is that? Like, you know, with stuff. So going you want on. it to be known 
about what tribe you're part of basically that's that's you. how it is you yeah. know what is it think about a gang member like what they're so proud to wear what their colors and what where they're from mm-hmm. same thing about your team you want to wear your team so yeah. so why why get something and make a distraction yeah no i feel you on that dude it's uh i mean it's really crazy dude watching the streetwear stuff because i'm still pretty big into it just like an observant like uh i admire all those dudes because i seen their hustle where they came from and how they managed to to keep going but then i see like uh lucky charms and, and hundreds collabo and i'm like what the fuck is going on dude this- but you but it's just, that's what's going on they can't stay in business doing the same thing you have to innovate like you have to do weird shit to stay in business do you think that's the right way to innovate just to team up with some some brands that aren't even part of the culture at all just to yeah because you need to bring in a different audience you know how, how are you gonna you can't you can't survive off the selling to the same people every single time yeah you can't there's no way just like you know, like if if, if 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 like you know you if you're into you know, you, just like if people are like, um, hey Frank, like you only make parts for Hondas, you you probably hear that a lot. You yeah, know? and then you're like, fuck, maybe I need to do this because you can't. You know, the more people say like, I might I like Frank's shit, but like I don't have a Honda. Yeah, I got a Subi or I yeah. got a BMW. Like what? Like why doesn't he make these type of parts? Yeah, you know? why are you just catering to this niche? So that's what happens you know like people that are into hundreds they or, or these, these type of brands they, they're they they know they can't survive just off the same people all the time and you have to understand too hundreds like i'm, I'm just using them eggs example right yeah i they they've been around forever right so if, if you like that brand are you gonna wear that brand for 10 years hmm so if you're just going to cater to those people, these people are going to get older. Yeah. And they're going to outgrow you. Yeah, so, definitely. So what, what happens? You have to get new people. Yeah. Just the same person. I, like, for example, I was into Hondas when I was 18, 19. I got out of Hondas. I grew out of it. Yeah. So if you if that person grows out of it, you just lost a customer. So you have to you have to evolve and keep going with these with these things that you're doing for as a business because you're never going to grow you have to allow changing and growing because the world changes you have to adapt you know just like mcdonald's mcdonald's has the same the, the same uh um logo and and they use that and they brainwash you to get these things but they change little things up here and there just to make it relevant you know what i'm saying like that's that's what they do they have to change little things here and there just to stay relevant but they still have their solid base you know the big mac is always there yeah because it's a staple but let me throw in the seasonal thing or let me throw in chicken for here let yeah. me bring back the mcrib because you have to keep your people interested you can't just have you can't survive off the big mac not everybody's gonna like the big mac or for i used to like the double cheeseburger then 10 years later i like the big mac or you know you outgrow things so you can't expect people to, to buy your things forever you have to evolve yeah you know everybody's evolving and and you know that's you know even the craziest entrepreneurs are or they 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 get a product and then next thing you know they hire other people because you, you run out of, of ideas you have to innovate like you can't just think and you're the mastermind like apple they have people like steve jobs and they're not running that stuff anymore they have other people running it a bunch of minds thinking of what what to do next because you can't just rely on your mind if you want to grow because you're only going to be like thinking of one thing you need to spread out and then you know always have your base you know you can always have your logo and always have your stuff but just remember what your bread and butter is but you need to keep people interested 
I feel you on that, dude. Definitely, man. And I think that that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the uh, this podcast and the skate brand, and um, you know, focus a little more on apparel and things like that. It's just because I don't want people just to see Downstar as just a company that sells bolts. Yeah. You know, I don't want that to even just be the highlight, dude. The the bolt is like the product of the story of the grind of the hustle. Yeah. You know, it's like taking nothing and making something. That's that's what I want downside to represent rather than just like bolts. Yeah, you, know? you want it to be bigger than bolts. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And this the podcast is helping out a lot because I'm getting to speak to people that aren't even into cars. Yeah. Or people that are listening that aren't even into cars and it's just getting me a whole different audience. Yeah. And just being able to network with different people and it just gets those creative juices flowing, you know. And then, for, and then when you when you asked me to be on the podcast, you know, I've started seeing it before, like when you were posting stuff, because you know I follow you and I see different stuff going on. So when you asked me about it, the first thing I did was look, and I'm like, oh, he's not even talking about cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this about, you know? And then I started seeing, you know, the, the skate. So I, you know, to me, thinking, I'm like, okay, he just. Now he has Downstar is basically his, you know, his bread and butter, but he doesn't want to just be known for that. I think yeah. he wants to do other things and just don't want, like, you know, you're more than, than what you are. You no, know? definitely, yeah. man. hundred percent, dude. And it's so hard to show that with just that being our only thing, just focused around cars. You know, there's, there's no way really of me being able to show my true personality, my true interest without a platform yeah. like this unless somebody were to ask me yeah and just like we talked about before um you this is your first podcast you've ever done mm -hmm. so if somebody wants to find out any inter information or whatever about you they're gonna have to like search you know what i mean but to have this podcast this is gonna be like a, a good look into who you are yeah so i always tell people if you want to know who i am as a person there's hundreds of hours if you can hear my my opinions my my point of view on things and the way that i think about things and i feel that this is this is going to open up a lot more doors for me rather than just doing car stuff yeah because you don't know how big your podcast can get yeah all it takes is one interview and boom it's just like someone starts looking and hey like i'm gonna start listening to this guy he has, he has interesting interviews so it's like yeah you don't know where things are going to take you and it, it just like you know, being an entrepreneur is a risk. This is a risk too. You could be like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna do these podcasts, and you know, if it, it does good, it does good. If it does bad, it does bad. You know, but you're not gonna quit. You're just gonna find the next thing. You know, yeah. But no. you're not gonna rely on it because you always go back to being selling bolts. That's your bread and butter. Yeah, those your bread and butter is always gonna be your staple for you to do other things. You know, you're always gonna go like this, but you could steer off because you always have that. Like that's not yeah, gonna hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This if this podcast doesn't do good, it's not gonna hurt you. If the skate thing doesn't do good, it doesn't hurt you because you always staying true to to selling bolts because that's your bread and butter. Yeah, and that's how I I I feel like a good entrepreneur has that. So like I'm never gonna like say like oh I'm, I'm completely done with cutting hair when I, and and and, and if, if my other things don't work i'm always gonna have that you know so i use that as my backbone and i try to do other stuff you know and they may fail i may not have the time for it but it, it, it it's a part of being an entrepreneur like you have to take your losses you, your bumps and bruises you know you you go you go on there like not every idea is gonna hit like i've had so many failures you know yeah you Let, know? let's talk about some of those what are some things that you wanted to do but it kind of just didn't work out so i um 
it was maybe a couple years ago um i had thought of idea to come out with the app Mm -hmm. so i was gonna do an app but for barbers so like everybody has like so you know you know me and the barbers you know different barbers i network with different barbers and everyone's buying modified stuff or painted stuff yeah um so they go on ebay or they're, they're hitting people up and sell it so i wanted a platform to sell whatever you want that's barber related on 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 an app mm-hmm. so you, you, on amazon you can't everything you have to buy on there is new okay. you can't buy modified stuff got you so unless you know you, unless you're a company and it's you know approved mm-hmm. so i was gonna pre you know create a a platform for for barbers to sell painted clippers or modified blades or anything anything barber related and, and you can go and bid and trade on it so you know my thing was gonna be i was gonna be the middleman and i take a cut from it so i worked on the app i found a company and you know they said they'll get it done like in you know probably like four months five months goes past and they send me a uh they send me a, a sample and, and you know it's starting to look good and i'm like all right but you know it's still taking too long and then i you know i told them my terms and they're like oh we can't you know we can't integrate this or that you know nine months comes and they're still you know they're, they're not answering as much and mm. so they it became out like a fraud company so i had to get you know <sighs> my money back and you know it was just like you know it was kind of deflating because i was so into it you know doing that and i was like i had all these ideas you know you know i was uh, you know going coming coming home talking to my wife about it and and you know i'm like man and i was thinking to my this is you know this gonna be my my big break or you know like just that one idea that's gonna hit and and, and you know it's basically like an idea for like like uber like i don't have to do anything people are just gonna sell you know, and do stuff on there and and you know my my um i feel like i feel like every idea and 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 uh and, and like every idea has its own time so if you don't if you don't create your that idea and it, and, and that amount of at, at a time someone else is going to come up with the idea and did it you know and, and you know there was another company that ended up you know doing it later i think really yeah what did it look like that did- i didn't even get into it because i just i was so disappointed i didn't want to even I was on to the next thing, so like you know, when I got the money back from that, I just put it in and I and I and I made an aftershave company. So, is that still going now? Yeah, that's why I have purpose aftershave. It's, okay, it's just an aftershave, like kind of like for barbers and stuff like that. So I I made a you know I got a logo and stuff like that done, and I go through it with like a company you know they make the aftershave, and I get you know the um you know the scent. So mine's a it's it's called Perps, so it's purple and it has a grape scent. I'm the only one on the market that has a grape scent. Nice. So some people like it. Some people hate it because they don't like the fruity smell or some people love it. So it's either one. But my my, my niche is just for people who love it. Like, I don't want to fit. I don't want to fit in. Mm-hmm. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, you know, so. Yeah. So how's that been going? It's going good. It's just hard to juggle doing a bunch of stuff. You know, I, I, that's why I ran into you at the post office. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you were shipping stuff out? Shipping stuff out. So, you know, it's, you know, I do everything myself. So, I mean. It, it, it's it's you know i'm pack you know the only i don't i don't make you know the actual aftershave go through a company you know they have the form down you know i tell them the formula and they get it done but you know i'm bottling it packaging it and shipping it you know my wife helps me sometimes and my uh like sometimes i get my my son and in, into it and you know, nice. sometimes cousins you know they'll bottle stuff for me but it's just you know pretty much that's it you know just me and me and the family so are you buying the um the actual solution and then putting it in the bottle yourself yeah oh wow so you know i buy the solution in gallons you know i don't want to say my whole process no no no, no. it's <laughs> but, all good yeah but, you know it you know I, you know 
just like you know how you know you source you yeah you outsource so i get it like, i don't have a chemical lab you know i'm mm-hmm. like and i you know to me you know with, with alcohol and, and stuff like that you have to get it you know approved so you got to go through a person that you know that does in bulk and and and, and has it all the right licenses so I, I didn't want to go and make something myself and then something happens and people start itching and scratching yeah, and no, 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 I'm going to sue you like hey no I, I got it from this company it's a proven formula and this is you know how I, I get it done so I, I got that going and, and uh, you know I have it, it it's going good sometimes you know I, I there's weeks where I'm like oh, I don't have enough orders and sometimes I have too much orders so mm. you know find, trying to find balance and and getting that but I mean it's, I, I've only had it for like a year and a half so you know, to me, it's, it's it's going pretty good. It could be a lot bigger if I put more time in it. But, you know, I, I, I've, I've dabbled in so many things and I have like, you know, my own personal life and, you know, my family. It's like, you know, it's 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 hard to just put all your attention into that and, and, and finding a balance. So I, I know you know how it is, you know, yeah. being married and with kids and finding the balance between that and work, you know. So when did you realize that there was a home life balance and you needed to work on it how how early on was it or late maybe uh, i i would say when you know when i when i when i bought my barbershop so maybe like five years ago because I, i was working a lot when i worked for other people but you know now it's like when you have your own business you gotta put in the effort like i can't i can't sit there and be lazy and own a business you know so you always have that mentality and then i see the potential and sometimes i get too into it and i and and, you know it's it's hard to find the balance you know like a lot of people struggle with it like it's it's, you know it's just life you know so there's 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 times like you know where i you know i have clients and i get annoyed and they tell me oh my gosh you're you're just so you 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 have your own company. You're so lucky. I'm stuck at my job and this and that. And then I ask them, "Well, do you have kids? Are you singles? What's what's stopping you? Yeah, <laughs> what, what's stopping you from doing that? Like I I have to, I have my kids, my family. I have so much stuff to worry about and find a balance. And you're sitting here telling me, oh, "I wish." Like what's stopping you from going to get that? Like you know, yeah. I'm saying like I sh- it's not it's not easy. I struggle every day trying to find a balance. You know, I'm not perfect. Like. You know, I mess up in both, like giving attention. Sometimes I put too much attention to my 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 uh, my business, and, and you know, your your relationship can suffer. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's hard. You know, and it's like, but you but you know, as me as being an entrepreneur, it's like I, I I'm so focused, and I try to focus on on doing that, and I'm always thinking about the next. And sometimes I don't enjoy the here and the now. Damn, bro, you're fucking speaking my language right now, dude. That's so crazy, bro, because it's like. Only certain entrepreneurs will know exactly what you just said and know what you mean. Because I feel like there's other people that kind of play entrepreneur and their whole focus is just like money, money, money. And, you know, yachts and girls and cars and shit like that. But that's not like reality, dude. Reality is just just what you said. You know, it's just trying to figure this shit out, trying to make everybody happy and and trying to trying to be happy yourself but like your happiness is is delayed because you're making everybody else happy exactly you got to keep the business running i got it's like that's the thing like you you got to keep everybody else happy in the business you got to keep you know you you know you got you got to go back to your family make sure they're happy and then you're you're struggling you know because you're trying to succeed but are you happy at the end yeah because it's like you're just striving and striving and striving but you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve and you have all these goals and dreams and and you know you 
you, you, you're like, oh yeah, I got this. I got the car. I got this. But like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you have your family and then you're like, you know, you want so much more for your family. You want so much more for your, yourself and you have all these ideas and potential, but you have so little time and so little, not all the money and resources you need to accomplish them. And, and that's the everyday struggle. And, and and you don't have all if you and you don't have all the time to sit there and spend with your family you know so it, that's the, the thing where i'm talking about we're trying to find balance so it's like you're always trying to find a perfect idea where you could you know hey if i if i hit on this idea i'll have more time and stuff like that you know i wouldn't have to be working 60 hours or 70 hours in this thing i could spend 30 and micromanage you know that's always like been my my thing i you know and, and i'm striving for it you know and, and that's the hard part of finding the balance you know yeah i mean uh, i i it, and you know i talk to people all day and you know people just don't understand they just think they, they like hey frank you have you, you drive this car you know i'm not gonna say what car you have you know but yeah. you, you're so lucky but do they know what it took to, to get the car are, are they willing they probably work 40 hours a week and then oh man i hate my job i'm you know and then the boss asks, you want to work overtime no i'm going home. <laughs> yeah what the what the fuck <laughs> you're complaining this guy has his car but you don't want to take the necessary steps to get what you want. But you just want to sit there and, and, and say like this person's so lucky. But you don't want to you, you don't want to put in the work. You don't he you don't you don't know that Frank probably spent eighty hours on, this week and you only spent forty. Yeah, that's that's the, the that's the difference. That's the big difference. They don't they they see but they don't want to to put in the work. You know, I work sixty sixty five to seventy hours a week every week. You know, and then I try to find balance with my, my family and then, you know, pay bills and then, you know, run the shop and, 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 and you know, you know, think of ideas and, and it's just going constantly. My mind is like a computer sometimes, yeah. you know, I'm just keep going like, you know, sometimes I can't sleep at night because I thought of an idea and then I'm like, fuck, well, I need to think of, you know, how, how I can put into action and it just keeps going. Like sometimes I drive myself crazy because I have all these ideas because once you're an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. It just keeps going and going and going and going. Like you can't stop. Bro, <laughs> it's crazy, man. You're you're saying everything that I feel, dude. Because, it, I mean, being an entrepreneur, like a lot of people, they think, you know, you're different, but you're not. You think you you think the same. You may not have the same ideas, but you have ideas and they drive you crazy because you want to you want to accomplish so much. You you did this and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm doing good, but I could do better. Like, but you're not happy because, you know, there's something else you could keep reaching. It's just it's just it's like a game. It's like you keep chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's because you, you, you did this already. So what's next? You know, you don't want to plateau and just be OK, because if, if you're if you if you're comfortable, you're 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 no better than the person that works 40 hours a week and just goes home and then and, and doesn't work on himself. Like, how are you supposed to move up in life if, if you're just comfortable? Yeah, you can't. You can't. You're just going to keep wanting stuff you can't have. But if you if you can create a plan to want the things you have, why not go for it? You know, like that's 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 the heart, the hard part, you know, like finding the balance and, and, and trying to tell yourself, OK, you know, appreciate what you have or it, it's just hard, you know, because it's it's i don't, I don't want to say it. to me it's almost like a sickness you know being an entrepreneur because it's just like you you have you have a drive but the drive is it drives you crazy mm -hmm. you know yeah i don't think people who aren't entrepreneurs really understand that you know it's so easy to look at our lives from the outside looking in and just to wish like damn i had that and i'm just like you can have it bro i'll give you even the 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 tools 
to get here the things that i've learned the lessons that i've learned yeah it's hundreds of hours on this podcast of of lessons that i've learned and ways that i've maneuvered around it yeah but it's just people don't want to put in that work yeah and knowing how valuable time is i realize that if i devote this time to something something could come out of it so it kind of makes me look at time like if i'm not doing something with my time i feel guilty yeah you know what i mean and that's not right dude like sometimes i would like to just kick it and just chill at home with my family but then my my brain's thinking something else yeah my brain's like well while you're right here not doing shit you could be doing this or you could be doing that and that's not fair to my family because i'm supposed to be spending time with them so i'm just like at an internal conflict all the time you know trying to figure out something to do and just trying to keep the machine running you know we just finished uh this past weekend we had our fourth annual meet here at the shop yeah so this whole week i've just been stressed up coming up to the meet and just thinking like fuck i my idea of it is i hope people come yeah and i'm if you look at it from the outside looking in, like what do you mean people are gonna come people have come for the last three years like you guys have been around for this long but it like none of that matters to me all that matters to me is that this next thing i need to see if people are still fucking with us yeah i need to see if this is still something that people want to come to or do you know and it's like it, it just highlights your insecurities like with a fucking magnifying glass dude yeah. It's just such a crazy feeling, you know? It is. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, so like say if you go on vacation or you go somewhere and you're with your um your girl or or anybody mm-hmm. and then like say you say you go to a um I don't know, say you go to a, a bar or something, like do you count and you be like, Oh my gosh, this place is, you know, um, you know, it's 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 packed. I wonder how much money they make or are you, do you count people in there or, or? <laughs> Dude, it's it's not only that. Like last night do you uh does your wife uh watch like the makeup community? Uh she watches like little different things and stuff like that. Okay. Well there's this uh this makeup guy, his name is uh Jeffrey Starr. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, I know Jeffrey Starr. So Jeffrey Starr, he's been around forever, dude, since like MySpace days, just branding himself and now he's he's got like a successful makeup business. Yeah. And I've always seen him because my wife she'll watch his shows or he's involved somehow or some drama or whatever. So yesterday, um, He's doing a documentary with this guy, Shane Dawson. Do you know who Shane Dawson is? Yeah. Okay, so Shane Dawson, uh, he's doing the documentary with Jeffree Star. And basically what it is, is Shane Dawson, he's going to come out with his own palette. Yeah. So he's going through Jeffree. And as I'm watching this whole thing, you would think like, why the hell are you watching a makeup show? It's basically business 101 mm-hmm. of how everything's breaking down this dude jeff jeffrey has his own um facility that he makes merch makeup or whatever for other influencers and they're talking about the splits and how much stuff costs like um before just from the manufacturer and what what has to go through to get to the end user and dude i was like super fascinated on it but see that's that's why i asked you this question you have the sickness yeah do you understand what i'm saying like you have it i mean it's it's not bad but 
it, it's not bad and, and it's and, and it's not good yeah you know but you have a sickness like you, you you your your mind is programmed already like you could be on vacation or something and you're already counting like dang that's I mean, like oh this person made so much money like someone's killing I, it this uh, this guy's killing you're already analyzing like oh 100 people went in there at 10 dollars man yep. you're you're and then you, your your wife or whoever's in there just going and enjoying the, enjoying her herself and you're thinking numbers in your head mm-hmm it's a sickness. It definitely is, dude. It's <laughs> but um, you don't realize it. But you're just like thinking about because you're an entrepreneur and you're like, man, I, and, the, and, and you, I could do this. You analyze everything, just like she was probably watching that same thing, not even thinking of it like that. It's funny because I told her we're watching. And I tell her, um, would you ever want to have your own business? And she's like, yeah, I would, but it's just I don't know if I would be as into it because I see what you go through, and it's kind of I I enjoy my time outside of work. I'm just like fuck. I know. Like I'm jealous of that. Sometimes when you're off of work, you clock out, and that's it. And that's the benefit of uh, somebody who works for somebody else. And that's something that entrepreneurs don't have. And that's something that, like, damn, it's that's one thing that I really miss, dude. Because I never leave this. Yeah. I'll go home and check my DMs at ten at night. And hey, man, I just got my package, and it's the wrong color. And as soon as that comes in, I'm like, fuck, you're dude. Back, yeah, you're back into the mode, you know? It's like you can't, it's like, and, and, and it's, it's, it's like you, you could never relax, you know? Like, even when I go on vacations, I, I, it's, it's, I'm still thinking of stuff, you know? And it's hard, you know? And that hurts your relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Because you're with a person that can wind down and you can never wind down. And, you know, it's hard. Like, it's really hard, you know? And it's like, you, you, you want to give your all to your other person, but, and, and, and you try, but like, you can't sometimes because you're just going in circles of, of things like you you analyze every little thing you know because like you're an entrepreneur like you're into business you're not just a person that goes in and clocks out you're always on the clock you're always thinking and that's why i call it a sickness because you can't help it you yeah. can't not stop helping thinking about doing this and it, and people just say you know it's about it's it, it, it's not about the money because look at all these people that own apple and, and you know elon musk and you think he stopped after tesla he has enough money he doesn't do it for the money yeah he does it for because he can't stop he, he's thinking of the next thing and he has to accomplish something to make himself feel better because it's not going to stop. He doesn't do it for the money. He's he's reached a peak where it's not even for the money anymore. Money doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a chase and, and and the thrill. It's like a person going for roller coasters. You have you 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 survive off of it. Like you're always going to be thinking like that. You know that's why I call it a sickness. Damn, I never heard it put like that, but it's it's completely true, man. Because I've reached a point, um, and I'm sure you have, where you have enough finances to cover everything. You have everything that you've ever wanted. But before I would have thought that, okay, once I have that, then I'm going to be completely happy. Mm -hmm. But now I have to figure out what makes me happy and what I enjoy to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think a lot of people never have to figure that out because their idea is always like okay when i make this money i'm gonna feel like this but a lot of people never get to that point so that that that's still a rainbow to them at the end of the day yeah and see you know i read a lot of entrepreneur books and i do a lot of stuff and sometimes i think i have a lot of answers and i have all the answers i don't and it's part of being an entrepreneur like the other day my wife asked me a a serious question she says what makes you happy and it was silent like this i i I don't know 
You know, you know that's why I call it a sickness. Like we, what, you know, let me ask you, what makes you happy, friend? Dude, I was just gonna ask you the same <laughs> thing because I'm trying to get ideas. Exactly. You know what like, makes me happy, dude, is um, my, minus the family. Yeah. Because you know when I'm spending time with my family and we're having a good time, my son and I are skating and I feel like a kid or. My wife and I are, are laughing in the room and no one's around. So we're like our extreme, true, genuine selves. Like that's happiness, you know, yeah. but, but o- besides outside, that- outside of that, I think the thing that really makes me happy is creating something and having people get pleasure out of my creation. And in, in, in the same here, that's that, that's how I feel, you know, but it's it, it's if you try to say that to somebody, that's like it's not true happiness. Like you don't have a hobby or or you don't like you don't you don't do anything else with your hobby. Like you don't have one like I mean that that's that's a part of a sickness. I mean that's I think that's just what it is. Like your 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 um ideas and stuff become so much that's what you know fulfilling you know what's in your head that be- makes you happy, you know. You know what's crazy is that I I used to be very materialistic, you know, and I would just think like uh, when I get that car, I'm gonna feel like this. Even with the with the M, I got the M, and dude, the feeling that I had for like a few months, it was just dope. But mm-hmm. uh, that just wear it off, mm-hmm. and I know that that's gonna happen when I get my dream car. And now it just makes it kind of not even a dream anymore. I'm kind of like over it before i even get it yeah because i know what it's gonna be once i get it it's gonna be that feeling you know that euphoric feeling but after a while it's just gonna taper off so my happiness is is within creating but creating is just such a broad thing it's not like okay what are you gonna create i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do that's gonna make me happy and that's a sickness it keeps you keep going your mind you don't know you have to go until you you hit that you know like and 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 i'm not materialistic i used to be like 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 a lot of things and you know same thing like after a while you get something and it's like nothing to you you know like you could go and you know sometimes like you know like some people like i had some yeezys and i spent money on some yeezys and after a while i was like all into i'm only wearing weekends and then i'm like fuck it i'm wearing them to work (laughs) yeah because it 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 doesn't matter anymore like you know so i i didn't it's not like and, and, and like, yeah, I'll still buy stuff because I like the things, but it, it's not going to make me feel happy. It's just the, the chase that like, hey, my, my ideas that I, that I had worked, so I'm able to get this. Yeah. You know, not not like, oh, I got the car and I'm, I'm happy and I'm no, because I'm going to if next time I'm getting tired of the car. It's the, it's the fact that my ideas worked and I'm able to get that. Like the same thing is like I, I worked hard and I got a barbershop. I'm able to buy my wife this. I'm able to take my son here. That kind of makes me happy. Not not the fact that I'm buying the actual thing, the fact that I'm able to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like because some people aren't able to. So I bust my because some people are working at your nine to five jobs and and, and 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 putting in a bunch of effort and getting a little bit of money but they're not able to do those things so it's like it's dope having the feeling that you created something yourself that 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 you know no one can you know sit there and take from you you did that yourself your own work you work for yourself and you're able to do and buy what what you want and if if you work hard enough you can get it not like some guys telling you you only can work 40 hours and i'm only going to pay you mm-hmm. this like the more work you put in the more you can go up here not like you're just gonna go like this, you know. Yeah. So, so that's more of the chase and, and the sickness is because you keep going and going and going, and because you, you you're an entrepreneur and you have potential, and, and I, that's why you know that's why I use the word sickness. I mean, I don't want to say the word sickness, but that's why it feels sometimes because it drives you to a point where other other things in your life 
all, all they, they lack in damage you know your family you know your friends because you're you're you're, you're focused you know and it's hard for you to focus on other things and enjoy yourself because you're just your mind is just going in circles of, of different things and different ideas sometimes you don't sleep sometimes you you you, you someone's talking to you and you're in mid conversation and you're like oh um I got I thought of an idea right now and, yeah. and you're just bullshitting with them because you're still you're thinking of the idea that you just thought of you know like yeah I could have a conversation with you right now and we're just talking about life and next thing you know like oh I should put this person on my podcast in the middle of conversation talking <laughs> yeah. to that person because that's how you're wired to think you know you're just so over the pace and, and it's you know I can't multitask for anything because my my you know I'm, I'm just going I just go crazy at times you know because I'm just thinking of different stuff you know there's always something I could have done or should do or the thing I ne- the, the thing I want to do next you know and and it's hard you know and you know the only reason I bring it up is because I, I feel like you're at that same point and I know you are because you you didn't you, what we're doing right now right, right now it just proves it you're 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 you got the bolts and then now you want to do skates and now you <laughs> yeah. do because you're going crazy it's not enough for you yeah. The same thing with how you, you said, like, oh, you know, the same thing about the hundreds. It goes down to that. You can't just do the same thing and, and be able to, to survive, you know? Yeah, dude. You're, damn, you're so right, bro. It's like Downstart is taking care of the bills. It's taking care of the, the day-to-day kind of things. But at the end of the day, it's not bringing me the same joy that it was in the past mm-hmm. because the joy that I was getting from the past was the uncertainty yeah like what can this be how how high or how big can i make this and it's gotten to the point where it's very well established and not saying that it can't get any bigger but it's gotten to a point where i'm like okay this isn't the feeling that i thought i would have when i reached this point and it has it has nothing to do with the community it has nothing to do with the product the business any of that it's it's within me you know it's something that i'm trying to find what what really makes me happy what made me happy like skateboarding made me happy when i was a kid what what cars made me happy for so long you know what's the thing that makes me happy and i think that that's why i'm kind of addicted to doing these podcasts because this is something that makes me happy but you know but it's i don't think it's wrong it's just you can't help it like look at look at uh, kobe bryant he's a prime example played basketball he put his all he knew was just put in a bunch of hours to play basketball a bunch of hours and and make a bunch of money when he got out of basketball fuck basketball right what's he do he opens a camp he he's like oh i want to do movies and then he he works so hard to put this movie he wins an award and and, and everyone's like, why why can't you go back to basketball um I, I, now i could try to do different things he, he's still going and doing the same thing he's doing all the stuff he he, he used basketball to fund the stuff that he wanted to do now he's over it that's a that's another chapter you know like he still uses his name and basketball to fund the things that he wants but now he's doing the same stuff and he's applying the his same worth ethic to, to to that like he just won an award like the first basketball player to win an award for like i think it was like a, a, an animation yeah you know, in, like, in, and people are like, how did he, because he applied the same stuff because he's an entrepreneur and he's going crazy and he worked hard to do that and he wants to reach those goals. And does he have to? He has a bunch of money. Why is he doing it? He's not doing it for the money. Yeah. He can't help it. I think that's the hardest part for people to even realize, you know, and when you say that, it kind of makes people feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. And um, I don't know if, if it's even something that I would want people really to feel, you know, because it's like a really lonely feeling to have to knowing that you spent the last however long of your life focused on this thing 
and still have to keep reinventing yourself or find something that that makes you happy you know it's it's crazy bro i tell my guy alex that i work with i tell him like dude being a business owner is kind of one of the most loneliest things that i've ever done it is and i and i i felt like i had way more friends and i and i had more people to talk to and and hang out with and people to trust when i didn't have a, a business you know mm-hmm. you know you still have your friends and stuff like that but it's not the same like you know because you spend so much time here mm-hmm. you spend so much time on your ideas you spend so much time balancing and then you know, and then you go with your family and then you have to make sure you, you you give them your time and they don't lack and you know you feel guilty for doing certain things because you know like it, it it's not all it you know i wouldn't trade it for anything but you know there's it it does come with its 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 downsides yeah you know you you feel guilty you you feel you know lonely at times and you know because that's why that's why I, I refer to it as a sickness because you can't you can't stop and you can't you can't help it you know like and it's not like a bad sickness where oh you need to go to rehab or nothing no because some people you know they'll be, they'll, you have a gift and you just can't help it like some people are just geniuses like and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are geniuses and they just can't help their thoughts and keep going you know like it's like like Gary V like Gary V is you he's a the prime example like he he thinks so much he has to every every moment is is recorded like he has to get his thoughts out and just boom he just says what, what whatever he says because his, his mind is crazy he just has to he just has to keep going like he started off a wine now he does podcasts and now he does this and now he's like you know i have a bunch of money my my, my goal is to to own the jets knowing that's a crazy fucking goal but that's gonna keep him going in life do you feel like he put a, such a large goal on himself so he could put that so far away that he'll he'll have to delay that realization once he gets it no i feel like he put that goal there to keep him going and to keep him busy so he won't go crazy where he's just like i made it and i'm done he doesn't know what to do with himself so he has to keep going and say to go to a bigger thing like like how how you're doing like right now this is the bolts and then you keep going to do this and do this and this and then what is your big what's your biggest picture yeah there there's there's always a means to the end like everyone says like oh i'll stop when i do this like so what is your i'll stop when i get this or what i'll stop when i do this shit i don't even know exactly you have a sickness like the same thing with me like i say that i say that too i say like oh you know i'll stop when i get this and you know i you know and i think really in my head you know what what will i you know like will i if i say like i want to buy a vacation home and then i want to have five or six different businesses and stuff like that and where i just can just chill but are you really going to chill are you going to be bored or say like if if i go live in a different country am i am i going to start like a little tiny little bar because i'm bored or or start a little stand yeah you know what i'm saying like you don't know i think that's why i call it a sickness is because you just don't know how to keep going and going and stuff like that and that's what separates entrepreneurs by regular people because we have this thing that we can't control and only to keep it you know in in check at time is to, to keep striving and doing these things or else you'll you'll go crazy because we're trying to reach this happiness to to, to fulfill our thoughts in our head our dreams and our goals and 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 people just think it's just money it's like it's not about the money because once you achieve the money people are still chasing like i can name i just named a bunch of people who have all the money in the world and they're yeah. still doing shit like yeah. why are they why are they still doing shit they can't stop yeah look at lebron james what is he doing while he's playing basketball making movies he has sneakers he has a uh, um he has a, a, a he has a um a, a sports agency like he has a show coming out like 
he he can't stop. He's more than just a basketball player. And you're more than just making bolts. Yeah. And you know that in your head. Damn, that's so crazy, dude. I never thought of it. But while you're saying that, I'm just thinking about everybody that I, I look up to and just the successful people. And you're right, dude. You would think that they've reached a pinnacle where they're never going to run out of money unless they spend it ridiculously. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you just live in a certain certain size means... Like, not every year you're buying a new Bugatti or whatever, you yeah. know. The perfect example would be, like, like Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather, you know. It's like, you would think that he would be on the top of the world. He has so much money. But every time I see him, he just looks lonely. And I understand that that look that he has. I can read that. And it's just, like, because it's crazy, man. Everybody is on their own their own mission and Exactly. So he 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 he's got all this money, he feels on the top, but that's why he he acts the way he does. That's why he throws money out there to 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 make it so to, to hey, I'm happy. He's not happy. I have 13 different He just gets all the stuff because he has all this money, but he's truly not happy. If someone has to tell you that they're happy, they're not happy. You know what I'm saying? That's like someone telling you I'm the best. If you're the best, you shouldn't tell me you're the best. I yeah. should know you're the best. I'll know the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. the same thing. Floyd, he always has, I'm happy. I'm, look at this. I, my life is lovely. He's not even smiling when he's doing it. <laughs> you're fucking right. He's smiling when he's throwing money. He's serious doing this. Like he has, it's, he's not happy because he's, he's gone and he's reaching and he keeps doing things. And that's why he didn't, you know, I might come back for another fight. He's bored. He opens up a strip club, you know, like, why do you need to open a strip club because you need so much money? That's only the, because he's bored. He has to try to, and do these things to keep his ego going and, and, and to lie to himself that he's happy, but he's not happy. Like money, you know, money, money can buy you. Money doesn't buy you happiness, but it does buy things to keep you in check and control, like to keep you going. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, 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 I think goals are, are, are what people they strive for. I think goals make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily the things, being able to achieve the things that, hey, I, I stuck to this plan and I got it. So I can't really say there like, I'm going to be like, oh, I buy this car. I'm going to be happy. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I got the car, but I'm happy that I, I, I stuck to something. I achieved that, you know, and and, and 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 that's a satisfaction, not necessarily numbers, the the the, the point of I can you know that and, and and that's why i call it it's a sickness it's like you know you just keep going and going and going and going and going you know it's a means to an end like i mean would you would, what you think you, you can't even answer some of the questions i'm telling you because you have the same thing i have like, yeah it, it's just hard you don't know you know like you know yes you're happy but are you like truly happy it's like no because you have so many things you want to do you know you know like your, your 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 wife and your kids you know they make you happy you know but like are they happy? Are you giving your all to them? I, I guarantee you're not because you you can't. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and it takes a, you know, and, and, and with my relationship, it, it's it's hard because it takes a strong person to realize that. Like on the other side, like I'm sure your girl is really strong to to sit there and, and she understands, you know, you know, but it's hard for her to understand because she's not wired like me and you are. And, and my wife isn't, you know, she she has her own stuff and she has she's an entrepreneur, but she can turn it off. Yeah. We can't. Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. 
get it popping over here we have all the kits for the k series the b series the transmission the mounts the engine the toro baby we have the hardware for the seats for the stereo we got it for the speakers we got it for the lug nuts we got it for the air valves we got it for everything dog so you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up fool you can even text us lame 818-937-3472 just shoot us a text and tell us what's up dog i need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely does it does it cause conflict between you guys all the time it, it, it does you know and, and i mean and you know i have you know i talk to other entrepreneurs and they have the same the same thing you know and and, it, and it's hard, you know, like, you know, just like you're like, oh, yeah, you, under, you understand. And it, 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 it causes conflict, you know, and like because, you you know, you're opposite, you know, and it's hard. And like and it, you can't get mad at her for under, not understanding, you know, because she's not wired the same. And I and I and I can't and I can't be mad at her for not understanding because yeah, it, it is crazy. I am crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love it, bro. It's true, man. Sometimes I feel fucking crazy, bro. I feel crazy for just thinking about things the way that I do, not being happy with things that I should be happy with. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking nuts, dude. And it's, uh, I guess that's where they say, like, ignorance is bliss. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll look at people that don't really have that many ambitions or goals, and I see how happy they are, and... Like, I know I wouldn't be happy in that situation, but I wouldn't be happy because of the way that I think about things. But yeah. what if I thought about things the way that they think about things? Yeah. Shit, you know, sometimes I see some people that maybe they don't have a job, they have a part-time job, and they're just out hanging out with friends all the time at the beach or whatever. And I'm just like, damn, that that might be pretty dope to do. Yeah. But that's like, in my brain now, that's that's a waste of time. But if I thought about things differently yeah it wouldn't be yeah but then on the other side of things you don't know how happy those people really are at the end of the day too and it, and it could be that it's perceived happiness but they could be covering it up with all of this you know quote unquote fun because they realize to themselves that they they don't have the confidence to reach the next level or something and they're looking up to people like us and the, and the level is, is 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 a good word. I feel like life is a game, you know, and we're just keep playing and playing and thinking of a new cheat code to just get up to that next level, you know. And then once we get to another level, it's like, okay, um, I'm not gonna stay at this level. I think I can go a little bit higher, mm -hmm. and, and that's the sickness where we can't. We're like, you know, we, it's like it's like you beat the game already. <laughs> and you you beat the game on easy. Can you want to play it on medium? Okay, I beat on medium. Can I go on expert? Oh, can I can I go on this? Like you just keep going, you know. And it's like, dude, you beat the game. Or people are telling you, you beat the game already. No, I didn't. I have to. I have to keep challenging myself, and and, and that's the hard part. And that's why I say it's a sickness, and it's finding balance and and doing it. And and, and once you got spiraled into that life, you it's hard to stop. You like. I, I sometimes I'm like fuck you know like I'm, I'm I'm you know I think and I'm like yeah I'm blessed you know my wife is blessed I have all this I love her but you know I, I don't show much attention because it, you know I, I can't help it you know or, or I don't you know 
my, you know, my, my son or my, my, my daughter suffers a little bit because, you know, I don't, I don't have that attention, you know, but it's hard to give, you know, all that attention and stuff like that. And it's just, you're just spiraling. And it was like, okay, I want this for her. Or I want, I want this for, for my wife or I want this for my, my son or let, let me get right here. If I, if I, if I get to this point, we could do this. Or if I get to this point, they'll be happy with this. And sometimes it's like, they, it's not, you know, you got to kind of sit back and tell you, yourself, you know, they might not be happy. They just might be happy with your time. With just you. Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and it, that's why I say it's a sickness. It's hard. Like, it's really hard trying to figure out the balance. Like, I don't, I don't know a few people who have, you know, and they sit there and tell you like, oh yeah, I do this to, to have you, you know, they could be lying, but if, if they know the secret formula, tell me, <laughs> Yeah, you know, tell me the secret formula because I would like to know it because you know, the secret formula is not just saying like, okay, go spend time with your, the secret formula is, is finding a balance saying like you give enough to them and you're still fulfilling what you're doing, you know, and, it, and it's hard to do that because you're just going like, just like you say, you can't. That's why I asked you that question, because you, you can't even go to a place without counting money and enjoying yourself because you're already thinking like you might be like having fun, but you're like, damn, they just made this is a good business or damn, they just like they made this at the door. Or, damn, they're robbing me. Yeah. You know, just like you were you were analyzing Jeffree Star's thing and you're like, you're probably thinking in your head like, dude, if this if this dude didn't rely on Jeffree Star and just did what Jeffree Star did instead of using him in middleman and he would have made more money, we can cut him out yeah that's what, how entrepreneurs think but the lazy person just like, let me use jeffrey right now not knowing jeffrey is, is doing everything and sourcing everything himself and he's just milking you because you don't have the right mind state and and, and to, to source those things yourself you know yeah but that's how we think you know that that's always how we think have you found anything that helps you out um like you know calm down uh live life in the moment and just take a breath my wife nagging at me yeah that's the, that's the only that's the only person that could try to calm me down and bring me back back to reality but anybody else no they they tell me certain things but it's kind of like how you, you can't tell me anything like you don't know what's going on in my head how do you turn off at night i just try to like not think think of anything but there's time like there's times where i don't think of anything there's times i think of a bunch of stuff you know i'll wake up in the middle of the night and i you know, and I'm thinking of something or I have an idea and then like I go tell her or I tell somebody else and then next thing you know I'm researching and then all right it's a bad idea yeah then I go on to the next one or I have like I have on my phone different ideas like a whole list of things and I research and I research and then it goes like at the time it sounds good but being an entrepreneur you research and you, you think if it's gonna be worth the risk and you know you figure out if it's worth it because that's what you do you analyze you're always analyzing like you're that's why i say it's a sickness you're you're like a computer in your head and it's hard to be and does a computer have feelings no it doesn't so how is a person going to try to to make a, a computer have feelings you know it's like sitting there trying to the people the work it's like being uh the terminator the Terminator didn't know have any feelings, you know. In in the movie, like they they were trying to like, hey, you he's programmed a certain way, and we're programmed, you know. So how do you turn that off? You I don't know if you can. You just got to try to find a balance, you know. You figure it out, and 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 someone can't give a right remedy because they don't know what's going on in your head, and they don't they, they don't have the same views and and, and ideas, and it, and it's hard, you know. So I think maybe in the career you have to reach, I think like a sweet spot where yeah. You, where you know where 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 like say downstar is doing so well like you just do things for the fuck of it and i feel like that's where 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 kobe and you know elon musk and, and you know you know people that own these big companies that's what they do they, they have enough money where now they just do things for the fuck of it 
And I feel like me and you feel like we're not at that point. And that's why we go crazy. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're not at that point. So we, we continue to chase and chase and chase and, and And we fuck up the balance because there is no balance because you, you can't stop what's going on in your head and 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 strive to be great, you know. And, and, and sit back and appreciate the now when you're always thinking about the future. So how long have you been having these sort of feelings for where it's, it's like a, a life changing kind of mentality? When I, when I, uh, it, it's been, it's been, it's always been like that. I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur because it, I thought like maybe it was when I owned a business, but I, then I go back and I'm thinking like, no, because if I started selling drugs, I had my own business. Mm hmm. If if I'm putting if I went to work and then I still sell drugs on the side, it's the same mind state. The only thing is one is legal and one is not. Yeah. If, if and I tell people all the time that are drug dealers and they tell and, and I and I try to explain to them if if you if if you're over here and you're not going to parties or you're doing this or you're going and, and you're spending all this time selling drugs, how many hours are you putting in? If you applied that to a real business, do you think your business would be doing good? Yeah. Exactly. So you can go legit if you wanted to because you have the business mind state. You're not, you can't be a part time drug dealer and be successful. So you need, you're putting your energy into the wrong things. Yeah. So that's how I was able to succeed. I'm thinking like if, if I put that same energy into to other things, I could go legit. And now I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's hard for you to it's hard for you to stop, you know. So at this time, present day, how many People within like a week, how many people that you would you uh, spend time with that you didn't have to like it didn't involve work or anything like uh, how, how much time do you spend with friends and how many friends do you really have? Not many, to be honest. I mean, like I have friends and acquaintances, but like, I mean, I, ha I have friends and, and I had a lot of friends that were, you know, really good friends. And I say maybe my the sickness has pushed them away, mm -hmm. you know? So I have friends and I, you know, like I can go to people I turn to, but there's not a, isn't it, there's no consistency. The only consistency is my family and work, you know? That's and fucking crazy, man. It, I feel it, you, dog. And a lot of people, and then people don't understand. And, I, and that's why I feel you when you say it's lonely. Yeah, it's lonely because you have that. We, we have this sickness. Like we want to have friends, but it's like, sometimes you're like sitting there and spending time and drinking. And it's like, this is a fucking waste of time. You know, or like every and every, let's go out, let's go to happy hour, and it's like, what are you celebrating? Yeah, <laughs> it would have you accomplished. Do you have friends that make you feel guilty? I yeah, I have a lot of friends. I have friends, I have coworkers that tell me, and they you know like, oh, you know, you're tired. They'll say they'll think like, oh, you know, your your girl doesn't let you go out. No, it doesn't. She's she tells me to go out, She's just like you guys tell me to go out. It's just like, it's hard for me to enjoy everything because I it's just. I, I don't know. It's just like I felt like I haven't accomplished a lot, you know, so it's like hard for me to chill and wind, uh, and wind down. So every once in a while I'll go and, and I'll and sometimes, you know, and, and that's when sometimes I get in trouble, like with my wife or something, because when I do go out, I want I'll do the most because I don't do everything every day. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, why do you have to do this? And it's like, I, I don't do these things all the time. So, you know, like, why do you have to go out or do this? I, I don't. So yeah. might as well, I have to make the best of it. And, and that's where, that's the word where, that, that's where balance comes in. Do you ever feel like you're too hard on yourself? Yeah, I do. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of times I feel like I'm, I'm too hard because I don't know, I, I feel like, 
I look at other people. I don't. I'm, I don't necessarily say I look down on other people, but I feel like I could be great. You know, I feel the same thing. Like I look at you, and I feel like you know you could be great. You wouldn't be at the position you're at and, and want to do podcasts and want to do this because you feel like you're more than just a person working in a, 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 a nine to five. And that's how I feel. I'm, I'm more. So why I feel like why waste my ta- my why waste my talent? Yeah. Why waste why why waste these thoughts? Why don't I put them in action? You know, so the only thing is us doing it and, and putting it in action will get us in trouble with having friends, family in a social life. We gave it's like we gave up the social life to complete all those things, you know, and that's the never ending chase, you know. So at the end of the chase, would you start losing friends? Would you lose your wife? Would you lose your kids in, into the chase? So that's the thing you have to worry about in distress. So that's why when people tell you like Frank, you're lucky, or 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 Brandon, you're lucky, oh, you know, they don't know what you, what you, what we go through daily. You don't know, like you don't know what we go through, what we're thinking, like oh how we're staying up at night, how many arguments we have with different people, or how many arguments you have with your wife, how many birthday parties or social events you miss. It's a lot. It comes with it. It's not just. It's not all glitz and glamour like they think. They just think that oh, you own a business, you make money, you could buy the car. What well, you don't know what the fuck I did to get the car. You don't know what fucking argument I had or 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 or, or um disappointment I did with the kid because I didn't go you know take him somewhere. And, and it's not because I didn't want to. It's like you're just. It's it's just a sickness. I feel. Have you felt that there's um. That it's ever slowed down or it's just gotten worse over time i think i have my my ups and downs i think you know maybe it's gotten it could have gotten gotten worse and there's times where i just you know like like now like you know i'm like my aftershave company i'm not pushing it as as, as much as i should be pushing it i just kind of just took it a toll kind of like to reevaluate you know family and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know i taking the time because i could see an effect right now so 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 that there are times you know because I, I it's like all i only know I only know 100. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say the struggle to find a balance. Maybe I need to be at, at you know, 80 or 75 instead of being at 100. So I give that 25% to the things I need to and then still be able to be efficient and do what I can, you know. So once I get into something like I'm all, I'm all in and, and I think it, that's the problem, trying to find a balance. And I wish I, well, I wish I could just do it overnight, but it's hard, you know. Does haircutting still bring you joy? It, mm, I don't think so. Like I like to do, like I'm, I, I, I mean, I'm in the middle because, like, I, I, I say that, and then I'm like, I want to, I'll, I'll do other things, but then you know, when I have my bad days, but then I have my good days, talking to people and 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 having my 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 you know my customers come in and talk to them, and you build relationships. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard, like you'll miss that, you know, like to go back, just like you know, you have your your relationships with with the bolts, and it's kind of like. You know, you going to you know Honda days and mm-hmm. you know the iBox stuff and stuff like that, and you know you say like I don't want to do this, but are you gonna miss those relationships you had there? I always think about that every year. I think I'm gonna dial it down, but once I uh, start going to these events, you realize like why you started doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. All these relationships you've made. Every time I go on these trips, I tell my buddies that I go with it. It's like a new chapter in the book, and literally every time if we were to write down the whole event from the the weekend or whatever it would literally be a book because you're right because most of the time i don't do fun shit you know i don't do things where i don't have to be on 
mm-hmm. you know so once the show's done we're out having fun you know smoking eating dinner laughing or whatever and i'm just like damn i think that that's where i find the happiness at is just experiencing things that people will just look over and yeah. not appreciate and what i always like to tell people too is like um the joy that i got when i would get maybe like a new set of rims for my car yeah i don't know if i'll ever feel that same joy at that level again yeah. does that make sense because like that was such an enormous portion of my my finances or whatever went to this and i got in i worked so hard to get in that that joy like lasted so much longer than any sort of material object that I'll buy now. That's why I get so afraid of even just buying like my dream car, you yeah. know, cause I get it and then I'm just like, oh shit, this didn't even last for as long as I thought it would last for. So I tell people that are at that position right now, like don't look at, oh, I can't wait till I get this. I'm gonna feel like this, like appreciate what you got at that time. If it is something as small as like a new stereo, a new steering wheel or whatever car part it would be, like Mm -hmm. that joy that you're gonna get, it's gonna be so hard to replicate that feeling later on down the line when you're more successful because it's you have to do things that are even bigger. So do you feel like, that you have to accomplish a way larger goal in order to feel the same way that you did when the re-up opened yes. at the beginning. Yeah, and, and and I and I feel like it has to keep going, and it's like not not necessarily being materialistic, but you get a high when you get something, you know, like just like I got, I was super like ecstatic, and, and when I got, you know, when I got my own, you know, business, and it was going great, and people were giving you compliments, and then you get comfortable, and it's like, um, that's, a, that's an old toy now. Yeah. Time to find a new toy, you know, and same thing, like, you know, when, when my, my, my wife, you know, she got her own business, and I was like, I was so excited and proud and, 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 and I was like, man, she, she has her own business. Her thing's going good. And, you know, people are giving her compliments and, and, and it's like, I got high off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I liked it. I was like, man, like that, that's dope. Like she feels the same, but she doesn't get as high as I get off of it, you know, but, and out and, 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 and it wasn't, it wasn't my business. It's all hers, but it was dope for her to have something. And, and I felt good. It's just, it's like, Man, because not everybody's doing it and not people can sustain that. Not everybody can 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 be a downstar. Yeah. Not everybody could be a re up. Not everybody could be a perps aftershave. So it, it made me feel it made us feel like we were we were unique or, you know, like you know, you know, there's other people that do something but like it, it's an accomplishment. So it's like I don't really see see things as materialistic. I feel it as accomplishment. So it's on to the next thing, you know. So like, even you know, other friends get businesses. I'm not happy. I'm not like jealous or anything. Like, it, I feel like it's that's dope, you know. Like, I, I don't care if anybody makes it. Like, I want everybody to make it. Like, but I'm always gonna focus on you know what's gonna get me off and get me high and and keep going with my goals, you know and 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 wish you know you know my friends to do good you know like when you had stuff like i was like damn that's dope i mean i, I didn't be like fuck frank man yeah. like he's doing the bolts you know i i just thought of like oh frank got this man i wish i thought of an idea like that that's dope you know like thank you man that that's that's how i feel you know like and then i'm like and, and it motivates me you know like it, it you know it, it it motivated me a lot like even like for example like 
my, my, my wife was always doing, you know, her like nine to five thing and she got a business and I struggled with cutting hair and it took me a little while to get good. She started doing her things and boom, she picked up on it. I didn't get jealous. I was like, damn, that's dope. You know, like she, ha- I didn't, I, I, she, she has like way more potential than I, I did, you know, yeah. I feel like I had a, like, I feel like, um, I'm not talented. I'm a hard worker. I'm yeah. where I'm at because I'm a hard worker. I felt like, you know, she was, she just picked it up because she's talented and she's, she's natural and, and she just, she surpassed, she surpassed me in a, in a smaller frame, you know, like it took me a while to get where she was at and, yeah. then, and then she's there and she's comfortable and she's cool and she, she could, she could turn it off, you know, and, and you know, like, and I can't, you know, I still strive and I keep going and because I don't have those gifts, I don't, I don't feel like I'm naturally gifted at everything. I think I'm just gifted at, at ideas and trying to execute and working hard. I think that's my gift and that's all I know. Do you feel like you're pushing the, uh, trying to push the goalposts as far as you can? Because, um, if you stop working hard, then things are just going to slow down for you. Yeah, I feel like bills will pile up. I feel like I'll, I'll be even more unhappy. I feel like if I slow down, I'll get comfortable. I feel like I'll be stuck. I'll, I'll, I'll be in another, or I'll just be like another person. And, and and I think that's the problem. I just don't want to be like somebody else. I feel like I'm more than that. I don't want to live my life later on and having regrets of like, I could have been this. I should have been this, you know. Uh, I feel like I, at least I tried, you know. that's That's my thing. At least I tried. An effort. Like, I keep having an effort i don't want to keep just being like oh you, you owned a barber shop and you was a great barber like when i die that's all they're gonna say yeah <laughs> like do you do, does that make you feel good when you're dead and they just tell you you know you're just another barber or or it's like dang frank i remember frank he opened up you know this business and he did this and this this you know that doesn't you know that feels like you you tried and you, and you fulfilled your life that doesn't feel it didn't feel like you live with regrets it felt like you tried yeah I, I, and that's what I want to do. I want to feel like I tried. I want to get the most of life. I don't want to be like, you know, like I want to travel the world. I want to say like I didn't travel the world because I didn't try. Like I want to travel. So like I'm going to use this and, and, you know, like hopefully when I'm 40 or something, I can I'll, I'll be able to enjoy myself and travel and see different things. I, I don't mind goals and necessarily to be a millionaire. I want to be able to do certain things that I can't do. And that's the chase. Being able to do the shit that I want to do, just like Downstar gave you a platform to do what you want to be able to do. If you worked a nine to five, you wouldn't be able to be talking to me right now. Yeah. You wouldn't have a skate company if it wasn't for Downstar. Yeah. So this is a vessel for you to do what you want to do. And that's why I'm doing it. That's why as an entrepreneur, you keep going and going because you're using it to be a vessel to do what you want to do. That's why I brought up Kobe Bryant, because now he's using basketball to do what he to make movies. Without basketball, he wouldn't be able to do that shit. Same thing with LeBron James. Without basketballs, he couldn't be an agent. He couldn't have a, another movie and fund this or that or or fight for human rights. And they're using their platform just like you need to use your platform. You can't just be comfortable. You gotta you gotta go out there and 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 get stuff because you're gonna live life with regrets. Like, what if you died another day? You know. And then you have another thing too, where you're so 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 uh, consumed of pushing to do these goals but then like what if you die today and then you regret not spending so much time with your family so, i always think like that dude and and and, and that's that's what i think and you know my wife brings it up and, and i think about it and sometimes it haunts me and different things like that and and that's why i try to explain to people being an entrepreneur is in all glamour and glitz yeah because you live with those certain things you know like you you you, you want you want to live with not having regrets of of, of doing which you know what what you're capable of doing and then you don't want to regret 
missing out on all the other stuff or, or losing out on things, you know, and, and to me, that's like always been the hard part of finding balance and, and doing stuff. And it, that's why I say it's a sickness because it drives you crazy. You know, what's crazy, dude, is uh, last year we went to uh, Maui. Mm-hmm. It was uh, me and my wife and my son. And at that time, uh, we had lost an employee here. So we had a, our new employee, uh, Alex, and he was fairly new to um, to the business. So for him to run the business while we're in Maui, it was probably like five days or something like that. Um, it was really hard, dude, because yeah, I'm just like, crazy. oh, fuck, is, is this good? So I'm checking up, checking up, checking up. And this dude, he's on the ball, you know, so it was it was. It was not as hard as it could have been, but I was still disconnected. You were. And I remember um, getting home and I would go on live all the time. And I said, someone said, oh, how was vacation? I'm like, oh, it was dope, man. We had a good time. I'm just ready. I'm just glad to be back. And not just think, not thinking about it, you know, not thinking about how that sounds. But my wife brought it to my attention and she was pretty upset that I said that because how does that look from her is like dude we're in fucking paradise and you just want to get back to work you not want to be with us is that more important but to me how i'm thinking about it is like i need to get back so i need to put out this fire that is burning right now exactly that's what i'm saying the sickness which was like such a terrible way to look at it dude and and just looking back at it i was just i felt kind of embarrassed that i even worded it in yeah. that way so this year when we went back um, good thing that alex is way more familiar with the business i really didn't have to check in with him so it took a lot of weight off my shoulders but you're talking about cbd you're talking about smoking whenever yeah. i can dude because it's like i need to turn that shit off and my wife is starting to realize that it's it's a sickness. It's not something that I want to do. And r- whether I word it some way or not, it's I would rather be with her, spending time with her and my son and having a good time. Yeah. But it's just like, and my brain's just fucking racing. And something that has really helped, I don't know if you use, is the CBD drops. Yeah. And I've been taking those every day for like the last six months or so, which have helped take the edge off. Yeah. You know, but I, it's just, it's not fair, man. It's not fair to my family for me to put them in those situations to make them feel like they're not as important as business because it's not even about that. It's not like that. They it's are. just, it, it's just like it's something inside of me. And I don't know if you want to call it anxiety or, or whatever you want to call it, but it's just like I, I always feel like I have a a plate that's full and i'm just trying to juggle this shit and figure out how to make how to make everybody happy and at the end of the day if i have any time left that's to make me happy yeah which sucks but it's just like that's what i'm i I feel like i'm like like a soldier you know what i mean i'm gonna make sure everybody else is good and at the end of the day i'll take care of myself yeah and it's, I, you know, I had that same problem, and that's why I was explaining. And I know, and I, and I can see it. I can see it when I'm talking to you. I can see it, you know, when I interact or when I see you in podcasts. You have the same thing that I have, and it, and it's hard, you know. Like for for years, my wife would always tell me, I, I, I was like, okay, like I, I, I'll go to work, and then I come home, right? And then you know, she's like, oh, but you don't spend time with us. I'm like, I'm all I do is spend time with you guys. But she's like, you're disconnected, and I never understood what she meant. She, she and she would and i'm like what do you mean and for years i didn't ever understood she's like you're here but you're not here 
Yeah. You know, and, and you're here, but you're not here. To, to a normal person, you would think, oh, like, what does that mean? But then you think about it. No, you, it is. Like, I'm I'm there, but my mind is on other shit. I'm, I'm sitting on the couch spending time with you, but I'm not devoting. It's not all the time with you. Like, you know, you don't mean to. It's just like all the thoughts in your head. You're thinking of different things. Like, you don't know how to turn it down. And, it, and it's hard, you know. And that's why I say it's a sickness because a lot of shit come with 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 what we have you know like you're talking about you have to take cbd you know for anxiety like i get anxiety too because i just like you know it's just so much shit like we process shit so different like we analyze shit like a computer and and you have a shutdown like you like you freeze like when there's too much information you know even when i argue with my wife or we're or someone you know it's a bad argument i start having anxiety like my heart is racing like i'm thinking so much you know what i'm saying like because I, I'm, a, you're a computer. Like you analyze shit, and that's what makes people different from entrepreneurs. Like they, they, they can't analyze stuff and prof, process stuff. They just think so simple, and they're they're okay of turning things off because they don't have a lot of information coming through their head. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we pro, we process and overanalyze shit, and we think of shit like, and it just keeps going with every situation, and it affects our everyday lives. You know. Damn, dude, this is such a good combo, bro. Um, it's eight forty-four. I know you gotta get out of here <laughs> pretty I got, soon. Dude. I got a couple more. Okay, cool, man. It's dope because I really haven't connected with somebody like this on this level. Um, fuck, I can't even think of somebody. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I get with, and and I I hear a lot of similar things. But dude, it's like everything you're saying is exactly how i feel because because i'm I'm being real i'm not sitting here telling you all my accomplishments i'm telling you the, about the struggle i'm talking about the journey and i know that you go through the journey a lot of people don't want to talk about the journey they just want to like say oh my life is so peachy and i have this and that like fuck that just be real what it, what, what 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 talk about your family is your family okay did you're saying like you spent all those hours over here are you cool with your girlfriend or is your does your son love you damn no, they're not going to sit there and tell you all that. They're yeah. not going to tell you about the journey. They're just going to. And that's why people get this misconception of being a business owner and, and owning and having money. But they don't understand. That's why so many people commit suicide that have money and people that are like um, uh, um, they're into music. And they're like, why do you have all this money? Why did you commit suicide? Well, they're geniuses. Their stuff is going through their head, and and then you think that they accomplish what they accomplish. They want to be more than what they are, and they, they they don't process, and their body shuts down, and that's what happens. You know, people. You know, the 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 most smart, the smartest people in the world are crazy. So you have to sit there and accept you're crazy, and you have to have a person that's willing to you know to to accept you're crazy or 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 you know to move on. But you know, it affects your everyday life, and you know you can cover it up and act like it's it's not, but. It has to be like think like you know I use example for Gary V. You think there's there's a a woman right out there for Gary V that can handle Gary V? I don't even think he can handle himself. Exactly, and that and and who 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 can who what same person can walk and do a podcast every hour, document every hour, go on, go on here, do a, do a vlog of this. He's he's just using that for an outlet. He's not using it just to do it because he can't help himself. He his brain processes so much information. He just has to spit it out. You know what I'm saying? And you or me may not be like the, the type of people to process and just spit it out. But, you know, and that's why it drives us like how, we, you know, how we're going. And maybe the podcast where you just tell me, hey, I, you know, we're going up on a year and you just tell me, oh, I have a I have 100 episodes to do two <laughs> weeks. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> how the fuck do you do? You're doing two a week. Why? Because you're crazy. <laughs> 
that's why you're crazy you have a bunch of shit to talk about that you can't get out and now you want to talk about it with other people that are like-minded it's therapy fuck dude it's therapy it is man and that's why i think that this year 2019 has been such a pivotal year for me because i've realized so many things about myself i've come to um so many conclusions of why i did certain things why i felt certain ways why i reacted certain ways and it's just helping me okay now i understand that this is the problem now i'm trying to figure out how to create a solution for it yeah you know and a lot of it is just being able to talk about things talk about life and have these experiences and 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 kind of feel human again like this shit it makes me feel vulnerable it makes me feel like a human yeah. it doesn't make me seem like oh the business owner that guy who has this and this and this and this. no dude like i don't like when people come to me and tell me that shit yeah. i like when people come talk to me like i'm on the same level as them yeah you know and that that just talking about life and experiences i, I think that this has ha helped me out a lot and, and when they talk, when they tell you those things, what they're saying that you don't feel that way. You feel like you're, you have, you, you really feel like you're just another person because you haven't accomplished what you accomplished. So to them, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so great. But you're like, man, this is nothing. I, I want to do so much more. That's how I feel yeah. every day when someone tells, oh my gosh, you have this or that. You know, to me, that's nothing. I want to accomplish so much. That may be cool for you, but this is just, a, this is just only the beginning for me yeah you know, like oh my gosh you went on a trip over here that that was cool now it's time for the next trip or you went over oh you got this car oh my you're so okay that car was cool three months ago now it's time for the next car like you i mean you evolve and you change your goals and you, and you do anything because you never want to stay the same and and it's a chase and you and, and we keep doing it you know and it's hard like some people tell me you don't have friends or you don't have this and it's you know i do have friends and but like every person is not going to be my friend because i can't relate them on the same level because i feel like i'm crazy and someone's just having a conversation just like hey you know talking and i'm just like da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. and some people tell me like so there's some people that like you know they, they say certain things they tell me hey you're, you're quiet you know you're quiet it's like no i'm not quiet because i i know i can't relate relate to you on a, on a certain level i'm only gonna say a, a little bit you know and i'm yeah. mind my business but if i open up and it's gonna be like -da 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 -da. and then you know some people are like oh he's quiet and then i meet another person like man he doesn't stop talking <laughs> yeah. you know it, it, it all depends you know what i'm saying like you know just like you know it, it, we're just wired different than everybody you know it's like we can't expect to have the same friends because they don't think of like the way we think you know and and, and, it, and it and it hurts you know like same thing you know with our spouses because they don't think the same way the way you do so like you know when you ask me like i'm blessed to have the spouse that i have because she was understanding but at, at the same time i hurt her for the way i am too you know you know i, I could cause distance and i can you know I can um, have a disconnect when, you know, when she could be with another person that's just devoted to her, you know, like yeah. I want to do these things, but I just don't know how to sometimes, you know, and like, is is it her fault that I don't know how to? Is it, you know, any, is it your friend's fault that you don't know how to sit, just sit down and chill and have a good time with them? Like, it, that's why I call it a sickness. Yeah, dude, the friends thing is... um is a big one that hit me a lot because all the friends that I had before the business, I probably have maybe one or two left, you know, and it, it, it was a decision that I had to make that these people were not on the same path as me. They weren't thinking the same way as me and they didn't appreciate like time as much as I did. So anything that I spent with them, they, it was not a value to yeah. them. And it just, 
kept spreading us further and further apart but i never thought about things from like their point of view i don't know how i made them feel because you know guys aren't really good with telling their feelings and how people make them feel i don't know how i made my friends feel or even the friends that i still have now and i hope that with these kind of conversations they could kind of get a little deeper inside of my mind of what's really going on and that's why anybody that i have around me now that has stuck around me i tell them as much as i can that i appreciate them and i try to show them because i know it's hard to be a friend of mine yeah a friend imagine the Imagine being your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ash, man. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, that, I, I, you know, that, that's what I think about. And, you know, that's why, you know, people, they, you, you talk to them and, you know, they, 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 they acknowledge your accomplishments, but they have no idea about your struggles. So how many friends do you have or acquaintances that think about things the, the way that you do locally? Um, Anybody you could like vent to or talk about things or- i mean there's i have you know friends and clients you know probably like a handful um of people that they're on the same page but do i hang out with them like all the time no but do i but there's t- every time you know they get into a chair or i talk to them that's what we talk about like you know like one one person off the top is you know my friend jonathan like he has his own construction company and he does really well and you know he you know he he i see him and he motivates me to keep going and, and get to that level and and where he's at like there's no like jealousy it's just motivation you know i respect him because i know what it took to get to that point you know people just look at him and probably you know you're lucky i i know that he he worked for where he's at and and he sacrificed to get where he's at you know so i appreciate the struggle you know people don't appreciate your struggle they just want they just acknowledge your success it seems like it's like some kind of vet from some army that never happened yeah and when you run into this person it's just like you just click automatically because yeah. you understand the the effort that they're putting into it that has to be um they're losing time somewhere else because they speak your language like every, every time i talk to him he's like oh what's up how's life and then boom and jump into like hey i, I want to do this or i got this you want to invest in this or you that's how i think yeah uh, it's like hard and when it when so you go to you go to a bar and then you're like with your friends and just drinking and taking shots and you're just doing this and you're like fuck i got work in the morning and, and and it's like hard for you to unwind and they're just like living like like t- there's no tomorrow and you're always looking into the future it's like you it's hard to connect with somebody like that and, and be comfortable because you're all you're you're constantly thinking so when you have another entrepreneur and people that are like-minded like you and will keep striving it's a little bit better because you feel comfortable you're you're not comfortable with people who don't think the same as you like and it's no diss to other people like that like i still love and like i love for everybody and i'll hang out with you and be cool with you and, and do stuff like that i don't have nothing against it. it's just like i don't it's hard for me to click and be, you know, be like uptight, you know, I'm always the uptight person or something like that, but it's no diss to them. It's just like, I just got shit going on in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and there's times I wind down and I, I just have to sit there, you know, and I have, I, I have a good time, but it's not all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard for me to just do that every single week. Yeah. It's hard for me to go to happy hour every single week or go out to, to the bar every single week and, and be okay with it. Mm hmm. You know, it's like, you know, you do need to get out, but it's like, I feel like, you know, I, I, you have to, um, you know, entrepreneurs only do stuff in moderation because they can't handle just letting go and just being free and not having any worries. You know what I'm saying? So earlier you were talking about the kind of high that you would get from maybe accomplishing something. Um, when is the last time 
that you felt that high and what was the uh, circumstance probably maybe the aftershave company when i started people started you know uh, it caught on and, and it started going good maybe the aftershave company and then before that was probably my, my wife's business when she opened her business and she started doing good like because um yeah that was just like i mean it, it didn't it did it, it wasn't it wasn't me but there was someone close to me so i got high yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so she's so she wins i felt like i win you know it's not like you know, it's it's yes, she she did all the work, but like you no, know, we're you know we're together and we're one. So I you know I I I I thought that was dope. You know, like I don't, I don't you know other people may not feel that way because you know, but that that's what you know got me. You know, I got off on that like not really having like a car or doing stuff like that. Just like, damn, this is like an asset. Yeah, like, you know, she just got a business and it's running and it's doing good and people like you know like her business and now people go over here and you know they want to go over here and 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 rely on her to get a service and you know same way i feel you know but because i didn't get i don't have that joy anymore because i got used to it so like when she got you know when she got it like i felt that again you know and then i strive to keep doing that to keep doing it because that's that's the high i get the same thing like you probably you got a high when when the pod when the podcast started doing good yeah Hell yeah. When you reach a certain amount of views or you're like, I got, I got 7,000 followers on IG now. Like that's a high, like that's an accomplishment, you know? And to some people they're just like, oh, whatever. But that's, that's what we get off on. And maybe it's weird and it's, and it's not for them, but that's why you don't click with those people. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you a lot, man. You're speaking my language, dude. And it's just comforting to hear somebody locally that is going through the same kind of struggles, man. Hopefully in the future we could just throw ideas around to each other. If you ever need to talk about shit, man, you can always hit me up, dude. Yeah, for sure, it, man. It, it feels good, man. It, this has been a very good conversation, dude. Um, you've, you've said a lot of things that I wasn't able to put into words. You know, It's just a way that I feel and a way that I think about things. And and I was never able to put it into words either, but like I had to listen to other people and evaluate me and, and do some self-reflecting and i'm still doing some self-reflecting right now that's why you asked me like oh you know how's you know the, the, the company i kind of stuck i'm taking a step back like i'm still selling but i'm not pushing orders out and, and then going and trying to get new um clients because right now i'm just reevaluating and and you know i'm just chilling right now trying to figure shit out you know i still have my my uh, bread and butter but you know i'm, I'm just trying to maybe see if i can come close to doing that member that the seven seventy or eighty percent instead of doing the hundred percent yeah that balance you know yeah and 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 that's the hard part it definitely is man and i'm on that same journey right now um i i feel like i've i've hit a a good streak with the podcast and it's made me feel fulfilled yeah. in that aspect of like creating you know and that's why i would like to do them twice a week because twice a week i feel accomplished i feel like i created something and put this out to the world and when it, when somebody listens to it and then they tell me their feelings about it like that that makes me feel good yeah. it makes me feel like i'm on the right path you know and all the time that i get compliments for it i'll just say hey, is there anything that you think that we should work on you know because i'm always just trying to dial it in make sure that we're giving you the best that we can seeing that's your sickness <laughs> you can't you can't even take it a, a compliment because you're you're so like trying to fix your 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 your, your um you're trying to fix your project to to and when someone's giving you 
uh, accomplishment, you take it as you want to get some critique and try to fix it and make it better because you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not satisfied. When it was already the best to them as it could have exactly, been. but it's not to you because you're you're your own worst critic. You're your own. You get in your own way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and 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 it's and it's not a bad thing because you're always going to strive. Like you're always going to strive for greatness. You know, and people that people that I think people that are sit there and accept a compliment a compliment all the time and just be like, okay, yeah, I made it they're they're not gonna go far because like when you when you get comfortable someone's gonna surpass you yeah you know and 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 that's how you fail when you get comfortable like there's always someone that's gonna outwork you there's always someone that's gonna be more talented than you so you can't sit there and think that you're special you're not special yeah you have to put i'm not special you're not special the only way is to keep going and outworking people and you know, because someone else is going to have an idea and someone else is going to put in more time and someone else is going to be more crazy about something and they're going to surpass you. The only way to stay relevant is to keep it fresh and not be satisfied. Never be satisfied. Always be hungry. You know, and, and that's the sickness that we have. You know, we're always hungry and, and, and want to keep going and stuff like that. We can't even enjoy the, the now. We're always thinking about the future. That's dope, man. Um, I really want to do a follow up on this. I wish we had more time to talk about things, too, because this was a very awesome conversation. But before we get out of here, let's just kind of go over the barbershop real quick and um, just tell people where you're at and uh, what you do. Um, yeah, I'm Hall the Barber. I own the Rhea Barbershop, and um, we're in North Oxnard. It's been up there for like five years. Got like 13 chairs in there. Um, try to stay relevant. I think it's the most probably the popular barbershop in ventura county i don't want to be like cocky or say yeah other stuff but i i think i've done enough and i've earned enough to be a, a, a staple in in the barber community and other places because i've you know we have a lot of celebrities and stuff and different people come through and and they know the shop you know um speaking of that you're a logics barber yeah i cut logics hair that's dope man we actually had um big pep on here yeah big pep yeah <laughs> shout out to him man he's hustling too bro he uh He's on tour right now. Yeah, and shout out to my brother. My brother works with Big Pep. He's a uh, Logic's bodyguard also. Is that your brother, brother? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. That's crazy, bro. Everything just went full circle now. Yeah, that's my brother. My brother was uh, my brother was on board first, and uh, Pep was like one of his good friends, and yeah. he brought Pep on board, and you know they've been doing it ever since, and you know, and then um, one day I started he he Logic needed haircuts, and I cut his hair, and the rest was history. But I mean. He's as you can see, he he doesn't get a haircut every day, <laughs> so I don't go around telling everybody, "Oh yeah, I'm Logic's barber," but when he needs a haircut, I'll, I I cut him up. That's dope, man. Damn, that's 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 crazy, and um, I just want to tell everybody about the memory that I have of you, dude. I remember being at Headhunters, and it's when you barely have you barely started. Yeah. Um, just had to be like 2010, maybe somewhere yeah. around there yeah you started you were the new guy you were taking any walk-ins and i've watched you grow your career from that point to opening up your own business to having one of the most successful if not the most successful barbershop in uh in our area man and i just want to congratulate you on that dude and that's why i knew that that you were a different cat because you took that opportunity that you had and you literally started at the ground where you weren't even having appointments people you were just for walk-ins 
Yeah, and I feel like it, it was my drive, and I also I had a strong backbone. Just like I think you you give a lot of your success to your girl. Because Definitely, she she helped you because she kept help you stay grounded. And there was times I wanted to quit, and the the person I needed wasn't always a friend. It was my my girl, you know, and that's why I stayed with her the longest because she was always down for me. And 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 it turned out, you know, like you know, mate, I wouldn't probably have all these things if I didn't have that in place. I feel the same way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was so, so you know, there's times, you know, where you need the second voice or you need a second opinion or you need something to keep going. And I feel that helps you, you know, like, you know, you, you people, you know, you ask, yes, you did a lot of things yourself, but, you know, there's other people that held, your, you know, hold your hand and, and, and they guided you. And I feel like she was a big part and staple in a lot of stuff that I did. Good, man. Dude, let's give her a shout out. Dude, what is, What's her business and where can they find her at? Uh, her name's Crystal Harris. Her uh, business is Supreme Beauty in uh, Camarillo. Sick, man. And shout out to Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'd go on a double one of these days, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hell yeah, dude. So um, before we get out of here, where can people find you and, and the shop at? Uh, we're in we're in Oxnard, Oxnard Boulevard, the Vineyard Plaza. You, and you can find me at um, Hall of the Barber on Instagram. The Reup Shop on Instagram, Perps Aftershave on Instagram also, and then www.perpsaftershave.com if you want to get some aftershave. Dope. Okay, man. We'll have that listed below. Hollow, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate, appreciate it, dude. This convo has been dope, man. And you guys listening, I hope you really uh, take these gems in, man, and um, understand that it's a grind. Every day is a fucking grind, man. And... Um, Try to appreciate every day that you can, man. Yes, Once again, this is Downtime with Downstar, episode 107. We out. Peace. <laughs>